millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. On today's show, the fabulous Adam Richard and the furious Ben Elwood join me to discuss our hot takes on the new Marvel movie, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. My name is Justin Hamilton and I'm about to show you a magic trick here on Big Squid. Thank you for joining me today as Ben, Adam and I discuss the new Doctor Strange film that we have literally just finished watching. Yeah, you are about to get some hot takes, some ill-informed thoughts, some rampant speculation on where the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going from here. This will be full of spoilers, so if you haven't seen the movie yet, please don't listen. Do not listen. I don't want to ruin it for you. Listen if you've seen it, listen if you're fine with spoilers, but this is just a warning, I'll give you another warning uh, just before we start, because I know you might be running, or you might be driving, and someone's talking in the car, or you're on public transport, or who knows where you are listening to this at the moment, so I will give you another warning that there will be many spoilers as we discuss this film. Now, uh, just a few quick things before we get into that. Uh, look, for anyone who is an Australian comedy fan, you might have seen uh, something online that uh, I'd like to draw some attention to. Uh, Darwin comedian Casey Martin-Stone, uh, she's been performing for quite a while. You may have seen her around the traps. She's a hard-working comic and a very nice person and a good friend of mine. And she has just had an awful time in the last four years with some health issues. And that situation has become much worse. And it is actually at a point where it is a life-threatening situation. So uh, Casey needs to get some treatment. 
and unfortunately that treatment is in Sydney and of course to get that treatment she won't be able to work. So uh, what her wonderful daughter has done is she has set up a GoFundMe page and I am going to put a link for it at the Big Squid Facebook page. And for anyone who is a fan of KC's or would like to help out, uh, please check it out. Now, I just need to stress, I know money is extremely tight for everyone. And if you are strapped for cash, please don't feel like you have to do anything. Uh, You know, I don't want to put anyone else in a situation that stresses them out. But uh, if money is a bit tight and you would like to help out, uh, copy the link and share that with uh, your community. And that's as good as a contribution as as you can do. That is fantastic as well. So uh, this is specifically for people who may have seen Casey perform before on the podcast that she's appeared on. So uh, if you can spare a few dollars, that's great. It all adds up. But if you're juggling a lot yourself and you want to help out, just sharing the link is fantastic. So I'll put that over at the uh, Big Squid Facebook page and you can check that out there. And I know that my friends and, and of course, uh, I am also sending Casey and her daughter a lot of love uh, at this uh, tricky time, very tricky time. Uh, for listeners in Adelaide, I will be performing at the Rhino Room on June the 3rd. It's my first gig back in Adelaide for a about, I think it's getting close to 18 months. It's crazy, right? Uh, I'm looking very much forward to returning to the Rhino Room and performing there and seeing you all. Uh, What I've done is I've organised with the promoters for a Big Squid discount ticket. So if you're keen to come along, head to adelaidecomedy.com and use the promo code HAMO, H-A-M-O, that is H-A-M-O, not 1M, then it'd be Hamo. It's Hamo. And you will receive money off your ticket purchase. That's uh, for all our Big Squid listeners. Uh, on the Big Squid Patreon page, uh, you not only receive access to bonus podcasts, scripts, and early looks at works in progress, you also receive an episode dedicated to you. Uh, today's shout-out goes to Tasha Caveldi. I hope I have that correct. I looked it up online. I got a few uh, suggestions, but that was the one that seemed to be the most correct. So, fingers crossed that I nailed that. Uh, Tasha has been with us from the beginning of our Patreon launch. And the last time we had some contact, she was thinking about rejoining Facebook. So, she could be a part of our Big Squid private page. But that has not happened because... uh, She's very much in the Ben Elwood camp. And look, this isn't a direct quote, but a generalisation on how Ben feels about Facebook. Facebook is yuck. So, (laughs) some of us are there because we have to be there, you know. But uh, Tasha has uh, discovered that she doesn't need to be there. And I respect that a lot. Uh, Thanks for the support, Tasha. And since you're an Elwood fan, I hope you enjoy this podcast. And just before we launch into it, remember this is going to be full of spoilers with Ben and Adam. So turn back if you're not ready. And don't worry, we'll be here waiting for you when you are ready to go. Now it is time to return to the Marvel Universe where a certain Sorcerer Supreme has cast a forbidden spell that opens a portal to the multiverse. Now a threat emerges that just may be too big for him to handle alone. Let's discuss Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Every night, I dream the same dream. 
Jones. I did what I had to do. To protect our world. You cannot control everything, Strange. You opened the doorway between universes. And we don't know who or what will walk through it. Wanda, what do you know about the multiverse? Viz had his theories. He believed it was dangerous. He was right. I'm sorry, Stephen. Your desecration of reality will not go unpunished. We should tell him the truth. We have experienced one of the most uh, creative mm. and fascinating and hilarious and poignant movies that I've seen and I can speak uh, for both of you that yeah. we've seen in a long time, but we are not here to discuss everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> <laughs> we are instead here to discuss Doctor Strange in something. Uh, before we get into that... Uh, I, I looked up a little bit of uh, information for both of oh, you. Oh, I love information. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought you might like this. Uh, the idea of the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, the uh, concept. The concept uh, from a scientific point of view mm-hmm. uh, first came through from a mathematician called Hugh Everett who posited it as a scientific possibility in 1957. Mm-hmm. Took ages before anyone caught on got on board with it because they thought it was insane. It but is insane. It's really insane. It. Mm. But it kind of explains... Uh, I didn't bother... It's worthwhile looking up because it's a little bit complicated, yeah. but uh, he posits that, uh, you know, the way uh, atoms move and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, yeah. that, so that was... We've, we've discussed before how we don't get science. We don't get so science. So don't try, Justin. Just, uh, like... I read it and I got it. Yeah. But I don't know how to repeat it. Yeah. And I didn't have... <laughs> and I thought... I only want to touch on this briefly because if I write it down, it'll take for ages. So, sorry, Ben, were you going to say <laughs> something? So, he had an actual scientific hypothesis. It wasn't just kind of like a brain fart. Yeah, no, no, no. had a theory for so, it. So, yeah, so that's kind of like, and so technically the multiverse, like, you know, we've had other realms, yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Narnia stories and yeah. things like that. Uh, and then, of course, uh, with comics, we get in 1961, we get the Silver Age, yes. Barry Allen Flash mm. meeting the Jay Garrick. Flash, and that kind of gives us the Earth 1 and Earth 2 concepts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's uh, Michael Moorcock in 1963 in the stun- Sundered Worlds who brought the term into popular culture. And, and he got his from, I think, 
like New Scientist when it yeah, was yeah, yeah. just a magazine and just uh, started using Interestingly, it. Interestingly, Moorcock wrote uh, a Doctor Who novel. Oh, did he really? The Coming of the Terrorfiles, mm. where like it kind of crosses over to his novels and his worlds and stuff. Right. Like it's, uh, he's, yeah, he's one batshit crazy dude. So is that... I love Moorcock, he's mm. mad. Oh, right. So is it is it... Uh, officially a Doctor Who Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, great. yeah It's a Matt Smith um, 11th Doctor novel Oh, right, and yes it, Yeah, and it's like Because they, they did a few Like Stephen Baxter Who's another huge yep. um, science fiction writer Has written a Doctor Who what And he's, he's a hard science fiction yeah. guy, isn't he? I found out I didn't know this One of my favourite um, hard science fiction writers Which is Greg Bear uh, wrote a Star Trek novel really way back in the mm. like this maybe the early eighties right because like, after the that first Star Trek movie yeah they started putting out novels before because they thought there was going to be another movie <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah he wrote one of those it's like oh I need to go and read that I didn't even know that was a thing oh so you haven't read it no what's the Stephen Baxter Doctor Who like um I don't know if I've read that one I've got it like, right. you know I'm I'm a, a proper nerd I collect things and don't look at them oh yeah. <laughs> It's the acquisition of the thing that's more thrilling than it. getting it. Yes. Uh, and then I don't know. Like, that's, that's one of the reasons I'm so excited about these stupid comic book apps. Because it's like, oh, well, now I have all the Marvel comics. Yes. And I can flick through the covers. Like, so I that, own them. So that actually does work for you. Because yeah. I've tried that and the digital realm doesn't work for me. I need the actual physical artifact. No, on the I'm mad for it. Plus, my iPad is like the same size as an actual comic. Ah, right. Okay. I've got the big iPad. Right, right, right. So it's like, oh, yeah, it's there. It's in, it lives in there. I've got the entire Marvel library in my shelf. Yeah. Well, no, I don't want that. You don't want the whole thing? No. 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 Dust, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I, I that dust. I do get that, though, because <laughs> some, some of those uh, comics, uh, so sometimes you're actually like just happy to look at the cover. Yeah. And then it's like, that was a great cover. Oh. And I did not need to read any of right. that on the inside. Yeah. I've, I flicked through a whole bunch of comics this week and I just went, yep, they looked like they were fun. Yep. I'm not reading any of those word books. <laughs> <laughs> It is done. Um, before we get into the movie, what what is it about the multiverse that is suddenly so appealing? Like, why is it suddenly everywhere? I think it's kind of been, it's just sort of reached a critical mass. Like, mm. it's, you know, it's been, people have tried to introduce it to things and it hasn't really taken off. Um, one of my favourite multiverse stories would have to be, have you watched the TV show Fringe? Uh, no, I've never oh. seen that, but I've been told that I should. It's amazing. Yeah. And it just, yeah, it's beautifully resonant and it's, you know, like one of my favourite moments, like Anatov, great actor, Australian mm. actor. There's a moment where someone, she sees someone, she's in the alternate world and she sees someone and she gets this look of excitement on her face. None of this, there's no dialogue here. It's just a look on her face. Like this is a great piece of acting. She's like, oh, he, like great to see him. He has died in her real world. Right. His really close friend, someone she absolutely adored. So mm. it's just this moment of, oh, and then, oh. Like it is. Right. You just go, oh. And I think it's for that kind of thing. It's totally. the, It's that, you know, that pure what-ifness. Yeah. Of what if things had gone a different way. It's, I think narratively we find it exciting because it's, it's, you know, we get to explore those divergent paths. You yeah. You know, like... Gwyneth Paltrow, Sliding, Sliding Doors. Doors. Like, yeah, you know, that's a really fun movie because yeah. you get to see the two stories. Yeah. Um, and I think we like it for that, but it's, yeah, when it becomes like a, a gimmick, it, 
it feels kind of unsatisfying. Well, who, I mean, who hasn't spent their spent many nights kind of you know thinking about all the little divergent parts yeah. in their life? Yeah. And what if what know. if I what if I didn't break up with that guy? Absolutely. Yeah. And, if you, and if you track it back, 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 you yeah. know, I mean, every historical event, every moment of your parents' yeah. lives and your grandparents' lives, and on and yeah. on and on. Um, you know, so to so I think it's I think it's that I think it's that vicarious thing of exploring what could have been, but also I think it's one of those sci-fi. It's probably one of the last big sci-fi concepts that's been in the zeitgeist for a long time. Yeah, and now we're only just into the realm where you don't need to necessarily spell it out for audiences. People get it. I think yeah. people inherently yeah. it's in it's in the culture now. People get it. You know, you've had Spider Verse, you've had yeah. Fringe, you've had yeah. all these kind. Of, even even the CW Flash show oh, did yeah. a lot of stuff with yeah. multiversal yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I think because they they riffed on the whole crisis on infinite. Earth totally, yeah. Yeah. And, you, and you know, you talk to kids, and they, you know, I remember, I remember when I first saw the Matrix at nineteen or whatever, and being baffled by it. It was yeah. just like, what is going on? You know, there's yeah. a world within a world, and you know, really having to work to get my head around that concept. Or even in the Invisibles, the first yeah. time I read that, you talk to kids now, and that's just. Oh yeah, there's a multiverse, yeah. right? And there's all these alternate versions of everything. That's right. just that that it's a given. So I think yeah. now that filmmakers or artists or writers know that it's in the zeitgeist, you can just play with the concept. Even yeah. even like a terrible film like that butterfly effect thing. Yeah, with, um, Ashton, Ashton Kutcher, Ashton Kutcher yeah. and Eric Eric Stoltz, and like yeah, you kind of you go, oh yeah, I've seen I've seen enough of these things to understand how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also the Twilight Zone. You know, we always knew that the Twilight Zone was not quite. Here, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like it was always, yeah, like maybe some other world or like things had taken a, a turn somewhere, yeah. So we've had it narratively yeah. as part of our consciousness for a very long time, yeah. The the road not taken, even yeah. Weird, even weirdly stuff like the the historical Tarantino movies, yeah. You know, Once Upon a Time, yeah. Glorious Bastards. You know, oh, they yeah. ended, Bastards. we all know that that's not how it actually yeah. went, but yeah. you know, we we accept it. And uh, what's that great Thomas Harris book where they? They won the war, and then it starts to come out what actually happened. Mm. Oh right, Is it I Fatherland, I think. Oh okay, yeah. And and even like you know Philip K. Dick, um, yeah, Man in the High Castle. Yeah, you know, like we've it's it's been there. Like alternate worlds have, has been kind of part of the zeitgeist for a while. I yep. think it's just now it's being used in a in a like a kind of commodified way. Yes. By the way, I will say. In a very metafictual tense, that this discussion is more interesting than anything in the film. We're talk about, mate. Like I'm almost, I'm almost at a point now where do you not. Shall we just not talk about the movie? <laughs> Let's just well, talk the, about the big, multiverses. The, the biggest sin of this, the biggest sin of this movie, is that it's the multiverse of madness, and it's like, no, it's the multiverse of mediocrity. Nothing yeah. like you spend fucking three quarters of the movie in one parallel reality that's kind of slightly different. You the know, taller. Who I've, gives a shit? I, I feel like, and this is going to sound really weird. I feel like Sam Raimi has made a very satirical film that Disney didn't know about. Really? Yeah. Well, uh, well, you look, the movie's a mess, so let's start with the very last after credit scene. <laughs> so, oh, well, where he stares down the barrel of the camera and says it's over. Yes. Oh. yes. With relief. <laughs> with yeah. relief. And yeah. I think Sam Raimi has told his best mate Bruce Campbell to go, yeah. you got to sell this because this was a piece of shit. So in the, so, shit. It is. So, it in, is. so for uh, people who 
don't care about us giving away spoilers. Oh, By the way, spoilers. no, 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 no. But no, 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 no. I've already given two warnings in the yeah. intro, so yeah. don't worry about yeah. it. But uh, what happens in the they uh, Doctor Strange ends up on a different Earth oh. and meets uh, a hot dog vendor played by Bruce Campbell, and who's in every single Sam yeah. Raimi film. Who's in every single Sam Raimi film, and he puts a spell on him that has him slapping himself around the face, and it yeah. supposedly lasts for very about funny. For th- <laughs> it's a very it lasts funny for about very three funny. weeks. Yeah. It's, which is a kind of a, a stupid aside. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, how long is that going to last? Aside. He goes, oh, right, it'll, it'll wear off in about three weeks. Like, and then we get to the very end of the laughed. film and he finally stops slapping himself and he looks down the barrel of the camera and says, it's over. And yeah. Adam thinks that that is a brilliant piece of satire by Sam Raimi about how he really feels about the film. Right. So do you feel like Sam Raimi was like a prisoner of the Disney machine? Well, I feel, I feel like he's been a prisoner of superhero movies since he made Dark Man. Right. Yeah. Which is the most non... Like, no one wanted to make a superhero movie then. Yeah. No. And he did. Yeah. But they wanted him to make horror movies. So he made a weird horror movie superhero with yeah. Liam Neeson um, playing Dark Man. Right. And, like, to the point where right at the end of the film, I was sitting next to my fiancé and Gary's just gone, man. Did they just transpose the score from Dark Man for this one? Oh, my and it, Lord. And it was Danny score. Elfman that just score. having, you know, going... Pom, 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 pom. Which is his thing. <laughs> That's what he it, does. I... Look, what did you see? Do you want to tell Adam what you saw me oh, do yeah, that you've no, never seen I, I, before? Look, I've, I've watched many films at Justin. Mm-hmm. Justin and I uh, share uh, a reverence for cinema. Yes. If you're in the cinema, yes. you are there to watch the film. I knew it had all gone pear-shaped when Justin pulled his phone out to check the time. <laughs> <laughs> and the movie only went just over two hours. Yeah, I know. I, I was so bored. Yeah. Because I knew, like I was vibing. Because, we, you know, we never explicitly said, this yeah. sucks. Yeah. But we were making a couple of snide comments yeah. here or there. But I didn't, you know, I was in that realm where it's like, well, I'm hating this, but I don't want to shit on Justin if he's even a yeah. quarter enjoying yeah. it. I don't want to Plus, you were guy. surrounded by whooping and cheering uh, super fans. We'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes, no, I knew it was all over. And that, I think that's when you and I busted open and started having some real fun. When yeah. we both knew we were on the same when, page. When I leant Is, over to you and asked if you could smell burning toast. <laughs> <laughs> was it like when we went to see that movie where... <laughs> Where Kate Winslet and Idris Elba were on the plane oh, and then yeah. Bo Bridges had a comedy stroke and we oh, started mate. laughing <laughs> from <laughs> there all the way all through the way to the through. end. <laughs> and that was the first 10 minutes. That was <laughs> like, it, it really looked like a moment from Flying High slash Aeroplane and I thought he was channeling his dad or something yes. and I... And we were laughing so hard that I actually told Adam off. I said, you need to calm down because I feel like we're ruining this movie for everyone. And the final scene (laughs) is genuinely one of the worst final scenes I've ever seen in a movie. And it's meant to be big and romantic. And the moment happened and it cut to black and silence and the whole cinema erupted in laughter right, and we yeah. realised oh we all, we all were on the same wavelength yes, we all yes, thought yes. this was a hilarious piece of shit and it was yeah no those are those moments of gifts because yeah, you know yeah. a lot of the time in the cinema you feel like you're held, being held hostage right yeah. like you don't want to fuck it up for everyone else yeah. but oh, I needed to go to the toilet from about maybe an hour in you would have yeah. missed nothing and I was like I need to go to the toilet and normally I can find you know kind of a dull moment that I'm like well I'm not going to miss much here yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so I can go to the toilet but nothing was interesting enough to make any of the moments dull enough to go to the toilet. <laughs> yeah. And there was always the promise that we something were going to turn was a happen. corner yes. and we were going to see the Tom Cruise version of Iron Man or we yes. were going to see anything. Anything. It was 
It, Very strange in how downplayed the concept was. Yeah, th- ironically, that was the only strange thing about it, was how downplayed Nothing. the whole idea. It looked awful. Yeah, From the first scene, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Um, I feel awful for that uh, young girl playing America uh, Chavez. 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 America Chavez. Because I honestly, she turns up, who gives a shit? There's no origin for her. She's hanging out with a different Doctor Strange. They're finding something that's glittery. This Doctor Strange gets killed. She seems to be able to punch holes into star the multiverse. Star-shaped holes. Star yeah. holes. And I... that That's a big movie for that girl to appear in. And I yeah. genuinely have no idea if she can act no. because she had mm. nothing to work with. Yeah. You know who can act and was amazing was Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Great. And Rachel McAdams. Yeah. And like at least they both had something to do in this movie which neither of them have in in any of their previous real big screen Marvel outings. Right. Um, Elizabeth Olsen was great on in her TV series. Oh, she was fantastic on WandaVision. But you know, but, um, in the movies it's just like just patch with Paul Bettany and then uh, kill him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she, she, she can act it. She and, and her performance in isolation is good but her motivation is... Insane well, well, and not insane in like a like whoa this is like uh, I I I kind of I kept thinking that I think oh they're ruining the character and I was like oh no they keep telling us that it's not her like there are several reminders that that's not her character that she's mm. you know there's even that moment where she's in the little hole in the inside her mind and you're like oh that's the character we love in there this other one is been taken over by the book yeah but it's also but it's the it's I tell you what, and every time you cut to those two kids, they were the well, most annoying oh, little no, shit. No, no, no. It's like, you're, like, you're destroying the multiverse for I'm, these two little creeps. <laughs> let, let, let's a fucking song about ice let's, cream. Let's try and Fuck move uh, linearly through Wh- the film. Why? The because, movie's yeah, not linear. Multi- well, because I don't, I don't want to miss anything. <laughs> like, there's so much I want to shit on. And Can I just say, that opening scene, I understand what they were going for. The whole like, ba-boom, we're dropping yes, the action in here. I love that. I love it when it works, but it didn't work in this. It didn't work. It's just like, oh, God, it's just like chaos and lights and, yep. you know. and it's But it's a Marvel film. And, They're all like that. No, no, no. But you're introduced to two characters that you don't know. And you can say, yeah, you know, that's Doctor Strange. But it's not yeah. the Doctor Strange that we yeah. know. So no. it's some weird Doctor Strange. Yeah. It's this America Chavez character we've never met before. Yeah. And it's just like, what's happening? What yeah. What's the goal? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm all for the being dumped in the action, but that yeah. was like, it, it was disorientating from the outset, apart yeah. from the ropey CG and all the, you know, usual Marvel yeah. issues that I have. Well, you know, like, and then it goes straight to our normal Marvel universe yeah. that we've been following all along, and suddenly... You uh, say following all along. The last Doctor Strange movie was 2016. It's been six years. Oh, but it's the same Marvel universe. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but it's, you know... But in his story, it's like, I don't know. Uh, like, who gives a shit? Like, this fucking movie. <laughs> like, I'm, like, no, I'm going to be... It's really not good. I'm, I'm... Look, this is pretty soon after we've seen the film, but uh, I'm not saying I'm going to stick to this, but I reckon I'm out. Oh, I don't reckon, out. I don't no, reckon I've been out for a long time. I don't man. reckon I'm going to finish the last two episodes of Moon Knight. <gasps> I it's, just, it's, I, I got I'm fucking out. angry in this film yeah. because I've been eating really well and we ate shit, Ben. We ate I fucking know, shit food. I know. I accidentally stole two film. bags of lollies. He did. Oh. I accidentally nicked two bags of lollies. Yeah. Did you accident- oh, you just didn't I thought that Justin them. paid for them. Yeah. And oh I walked and I walked through and I suddenly was at the seat and I was like, I don't think Justin paid. And no, I, I like, do. Do I go back? And like, nah, man. Anyway, that was the most exciting part of the movie. 
secret criminal. And so we ate fucking a Five bag of M&Ms, discount. a fucking large popcorn, yeah. another bag of candy, yeah. chips. Yeah. It's like my brain's For no reason. this piece of shit movie. Look, and I'm we, fucking, like Adam and I ate shit when we saw The Batman. And you know great. what we had? It's great, great time. Great time. Great time. Um, can I suggest Batman. something that made this terrible for you? The movie? Yeah. Low. No, the no movie? I know what you're going to say. Well, the movie's bad. Um, was it? Was it the? Was it the trailer for Thor? Which? Yeah, that's made me feel nothing. Like, what was that? Was it the trailer for Avatar? Where you're going? It's been twelve years. I should be feeling something, and it looks like a demo reel from the first movie. Was it the trailer for? for was it the trailer for Top Gun, where his Tom Cruise is playing is doing Max six hundred twenty seven, and his face isn't moving? (laughs) (laughs) I did actually like the trailer. I get get really excited because I was like, "Oh, Mars Teller's weirdly hot in this." Oh, he's. Baby Goose. Yeah. <laughs> baby Goose. He's Gosling. He's Gosling. He's Gosling. <laughs> Gosling. They should have cast Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It should have been Ryan Gosling playing Gosling. Yeah. Um, but no, it was, I think it was the the crazy fans. It was the cheering. There the was cheering like, was we, we were at a session where people were whooping at numbers. Like it, someone said, oh, this is Earth 616. And they went, Woo! No, but it was. But and I was like, oh, but it was performative. I said to Justin, yeah, it, it, it was. Oh, yeah. It was. It was performative. It was the we. This means something to me, and I have to like this. And I'm trying to convince myself that I'm excited by them going. We're in Earth six six six. Like uh, that moment in Endgame. Like I'm not the big. I'm not a big Marvel fan. Yeah. I like a few of them. I, I really liked Infinity War. I had uh, trouble with Endgame because I went also to a. a, a a session where everyone was doing the whooping and cheering. Well, they were they were doing whooping and cheering in my one, but it was it was it was it earned. seemed organic. Yeah. And the moment where Cap like thump, catches the hammer, the yeah. fucking place went nuts. And even cynical me, who's like, eh, it's just Disney bullshit, got <laughs> swept up in the moment. I was like, you yeah. know what? That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, but in this one, it was like. We were laughing when the Marvel thing came on and they started. Clapping. Oh, they I was started like, yeah, clapping. Okay, that like, Marvel all right, you're excited. It's the a, new yeah. Marvel, but. There was a moment where Doctor Strange shot like some like something out of thing. some serpent thing. It was like the ropiest, lamest special effect, and they're all like, "Whoa!" Oh. It's like really, "Whoa!" Like, I, have you ever seen a movie? I got annoyed that they cheered <laughs> the you know them saying, "Oh, we're the Illuminati," and it's like, "Woo!" It's yeah, like, it's yeah, because that's the thing from the comic. It's like no one cheered when Wonder Gore got mentioned, and that's from the comics. No one yeah, cheered when that's from the seventies when dude. the when the bullheaded creature turned up, which in the comics was actually, I think Martha's, I mean mum, Martha <laughs> was Wanda's mum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like a bullheaded comics. creature, like yeah. raised by <laughs> yeah. this bullheaded creature on Mount Wonder Gore. Although she did think she was Magneto's daughter for a while, like you know, it, like it was all the things that were mentioned in the. 26 predictions from Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness Nerdist YouTube video that yeah. they watched before the movie. Yeah, I think so. Oh, we so. predict the Illuminati. Oh, that's from that Nerdist video. Wow. You know what I got excited about, which I'm sure no one else in that cinema was excited about, was seeing Anson Mount once again I don't know what that playing is. Black Bolt. Oh. He's, um, yeah, he plays Black Bolt. Well, he played it in that terrible Inhumans TV series. TV series. But he's also... My favourite space daddy, Captain Pike, in the right. new Star Trek series. Right, right. <laughs> is that the guy that shatters people with sound waves? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's him. Okay, yeah. Right. With the tuning fork on yeah, his head. Yeah, he's from, uh, that's uh, the Inhumans, which is from uh, the Fantastic Four. Oh, see, and see, uh, Yeah. So, all right, well, let's talk about the Illuminati. Uh, so, oh, we, we get to we <sighs> get to this other uh, Earth. We get to meet this group of secret heroes who secretly run the, uh, run the planet and yeah. protect it. And we get to see a whole lot of uh, cameo appearances. So we've got this version of Black Bolt. Yes. 
which, got to be honest, highlight of the film for me was Wanda making his mouth disappear. Yeah. So when he tried to talk, his head popped like spray. That yeah. would have been my moment, except that everyone next to us started going, oh, 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 whoa, man, when that happened. Yeah, I was like, yeah oh, that ruined that. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, <laughs> Hayley Atwell as, Hayley Atwell. Uh, you know, Agent Carter. Always Captain good. America. Again, she was sexy. All of, the, all of the female actors in this were really well served. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. even Lashana Lynch. Yep. Who's that? She played Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yep. She was great. Is that a yep. ref- what 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 is that reference? That so what she, version of Captain Marvel is she's that? She's the best mate of uh the Captain Marvel in the regular Marvel universe. Like she's in Captain the Marvel. Co- the pilot from the Yeah. yeah. Okay, right. The best right. friend who's yep. the mother of Monica Rambo. Right, right. right. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yep. Right. Yep. So okay. yeah, she, and also she's the female 007. Like she's one yeah. of my favorite actors. Oh, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> and she was great. She's so good. Uh John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic, Reed Richards. <laughs> Crazy. Old stretchy legs. <laughs> yeah. It's never not and, creepy. <laughs> uh, and Patrick Stewart as Professor X. Yeah. Which we all knew because we heard his voice in the We heard his trailer. voice in the i got to say, they could have digitally de-aged him a bit. It no, was, I, I like I, him I being old. Sad. I oh, felt, no. I felt a bit sad. You've got to watch Picard. He's like so old. I felt sad. It and was it's like great. watching really new Attenborough where it's like, oh, no. He's starting to slur a bit. He's old. Yeah. People get oh, old. No, I know. You're old. I'm not that old. There we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, this is a man who just crossed the line into 4 going, <laughs> I don't want to become 100. <laughs> the It happens, mate. Just... Yeah, all right. No, no, there was, there was, there was. We're on the hill. Just keep sliding. I'm happy to be on the hill, (laughs) but there was just a, there was like, there was just, it was like a touch too old. He's, he's an old man. I get it. It's like, that's, that's, the actor is old. No, you're right. You can't de-age everyone just because you feel like. They de-age fucking everyone in Marvel. Yeah, I know. But when it's, it works it for the story. Come on, if he'd like swooped out like 1999. What, but why? What what I narrative was, function uh, would that? Uh, I, I, the, would you know, that you know what my issue with it was is that there is that beautiful story about him sitting next to Hugh Jackman and they're watching Logan and they and they got really emotional and they held hands at one point because they were like, oh, this is the last time we're going to play these characters, yeah. mm. and then he turns up in this. Yeah. To like be unceremoniously on, killed because he's Jesus. like a hundred and he's like, ah, whatever. It's he doesn't check. remember who, who Hugh Jackman is. <laughs> Oh, by the way, great, um, great uh, uh, cameo by um, Michael Stuhlberg. That was great to bring him in for yeah, for, for nothing. For two one. lines that could have been said by anyone. Right? Was he in the other film? He was in the first one, right? I right. guess. Don't you feel like that, that? He's in that. Um, he's such a good actor. He's such a good actor, but he's in that. Uh, the TV series I watched that I got really frustrated with because it was like, oh, it's trying to be The Wire and Breaking Bad, and it's oh, The Judge. Yeah, the Your Honor, Your Honor. Yeah, yeah. Brian Cranston one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. And it's like I'm like, oh, I want it to be all these other shows, and it's none of them. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. feel like this movie, and we'll get to them no doubt, but there's so many missed opportunities or moments where, and I think that was really brought home for me in the scene where Professor X goes into Wanda's head. Yeah. And that reminded me, I was like, oh, here we go. It's do you remember that fantastic issue of Morrison's X-Men run? Yeah. Where yeah. he goes into Jean Grey's head and yeah. it's just psychedelic. And I think the whole thing's silent. I don't think there's any Oh, that was yeah. they no, that was 
Wasn't that Gene and it was Gene and Gene and Emma, and Emma, Emma going into it, his head? Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. So I thought it's like here we go. We're going to get some great, yeah. you know, psychedelia uh, kind of visuals. And it's just like, oh no, it's just a red cloud. It's and just they white. Just snap his, they yeah. just snap his neck, and you don't even get like a moment to kind of go. Oh my god, Professor X is dead before it's bah, 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 straight into the next thing. But, because was, this is this is this is one of my problems with using multiverse as like a trope or mm. like uh, just as a like trying to commodify it is that you actually remove jeopardy from yep. the narrative. It's like, oh well, they're not the real ones, so we can kill them. Yeah, and it's like, well, then why are we here? And it's that thing of like you're leveraging our love of the character for the introduction. It's like, oh, yeah, it's Professor X, and then Woo! it's just like, yeah, wow, <laughs> and then yeah. snap, he's dead, and it's like there's not there's if you're gonna introduce Professor X, like that's a that's other than Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, like what yeah. other movie comic book characters have been around for that long that's that beloved? Mm. Introducing him is a big swing. But this that was my problem with that fucking Spider-Man movie. Oh. Was like, oh, here's, here's Andrew Garfield. He's at the end of a laneway through a hole in a lounge yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. Shot like, looks like it's on an iPhone. <laughs> oh. and here's th- Tobey Maguire in a laneway. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in a lounge room. It's like, wh- why? Like... At least pan up from his ankles. Make it exciting. It's just like some guy in a laneway. Dun, steps dun, dun, through a hole. Get the music swelling, something. Yeah. But but this movie did what that movie does in that the Marvel movies, they shrink the multiverse down to this. Oh, there's... The multiverse is crazy. Remember there's when we were th- paint? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's three Spider-Men. Okay. Like, I thought it was the multiverse. Isn't there a million Spider-Men? Like, well, this is... At least... Five, six. I I just knew from the moment that I saw everything everywhere all at once where Mm. we went to universes where characters were pinatas, where they were fucking rocks, Mm -hmm. where they They were... hot dog fingers. Like, what was it? Bajatui, you know. Yeah, yeah, Rakakuni. You know, all of that stuff. I remember saying to my friend when we walked out, I was like, oh, that film has just blown Doctor Strange out of the water for me. And I just went in and I was... Like, I was up for this, you know. I wanted to have yeah. a good time. And I just feel like fucking... W- I could have been watching... Also, Into the Spider-Verse did it really Into well. Into the Spider-Verse yes. is so fun. good. Well, it was a fun this, movie. This, they, you know, there's a point where they're drifting through these different universes. Oh, and it's so quick yeah. that you're like, who gives a shit? Like, there's a universe where they're paint. And, and and it lasts for like a second and a half. Yeah. And then you get a line that's like, oh, it's hard to eat in that universe. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, at least linger on it for five seconds. But that's, like, let us marinate Why didn't we it? spend some time in any of those universes? But I feel like that's that's the, you know, that's the Doctor Strange thing. Like, the first movie was like, oh, now we're in the mirror universe, whatever it was, you know, that that had some other weird thing where everything was folding in on itself yeah. and just looked like a rip-off of uh, Inception. Yeah, but we yeah. hung out there for a while. No, no, like just for a couple of fight scenes. Yeah, but we, it wasn't like just tearing through these... Un- like that part really irritated me because that was the only part where it's like, whoa, the universe is diverse. There is... Yeah, there was yeah. a cartoon I mean, universe. And it, 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 again, it was in that like the most benign... Crazy, you know. There's oh, a universe with dinosaurs. Yeah, there's a universe with future buildings. Like it's not that crazy, yeah. but like at least let's pause for a second. Yeah, which as is a, which is what they do in everything, everywhere, all at absolutely. once. Absolutely, we're, yeah. we're contrasting and with the fight scene in yeah. everything, everywhere, where you're tearing through universes. But at yeah. least you get. 
Oh, cool! They're cartoons for five seconds. Okay, yeah. now I've you know now they're pinatas or whatever. They were never is. in a universe where they shoved things up their ass so they could get other powers yes! from other like <laughs> stick the dark hole up your ass. Oh like, man! Like give me that. But then you're not going to have Michelle Yeoh to pull them back out again. Yeah, well, that is true. <laughs> and make them lose their powers. Uh, oh, my Lord. Oh, we're spoiling all the films now. <laughs> oh, yeah. You need to do a, spo- add a spoiler alert on I'm not adding that. Room. They've had their time. Like, <laughs> you've had a month. Like, Jesus Christ, I can't hold your hands through everything. It's only just gone wide. <laughs> I, I, it's not my problem. It's not my issue. I'm just it's too angry fault. about this fucking film. It was. I, I just mm. could have been watching the new David Simon TV show tonight. We could have been somewhere. I, I would rather have paid... $300 for the three of us to go to a restaurant and eat decent food, then now I'm chock full of this fucking sugar that's bringing yeah, on this the diabetes. Yeah, I would, you know, I would have just liked to have brought a, my Blu-ray copy of Spider-Verse over and just, you know, sat around watched the three that. of us watching that. that well, would there's have another been one of that, isn't there? Are they it's making yeah. a yeah. oh. You know a, what? I... I, I don't know if I've told you this, but I enjoyed the first Doctor Strange movie, Same. which I know some people did not. I thought it was great. But I saw it in Hong Kong, uh-huh, and a lot yeah. of it's set in Hong Kong, Yeah, um, in a jiggly chair. Yeah. Oh, 4D know, experience. No, it was the D-Box, <laughs> which is a bit gentler than the 4DX. Yeah. The 4DX is like a ride, like it throws uh, you around and there's water and smoke and yeah. silly string, like it's crazy. Um, <laughs> but... The D-Box just sort of gently undulates. So every time they were flying, it was just sort of like going, oh, yeah. I feel like I'm a teenager again and miss, <laughs> miss spending my youth. Right, right. <laughs> just floating around. I was like, this is, this is fun. And everyone I spoke to was like, yeah, it's a bit disappointing. I'm like, yeah, you need to see it in the funny chair. Yeah. <laughs> you need to no, jiggle a bit. I enjoyed yeah. it because it was, the first, it was the first promise in the MCU that like, oh, okay, now we're getting comic booky. Now we're starting to get away from like holding the hands of the newbies that don't know what comic books yeah. are. And we're starting to get weird. And that's what I really thought this next phase would be. And it seems like they're happy to have all the concepts, but they're not willing to really double down and go crazy but i feel like this film does do that but it's in such fan service like it is like it should be called doctor strange in the multiverse of fan wank like it is absolutely it's like pandering to like krasinski case in point oh there have been so many people have mocked him up as reed richards like you know every three weeks i get some wait till you see john krasinski in this fantastic four outfit it's like yeah yeah some assholes photoshopped his head yeah, onto a, again. a comic book and that's yeah. it's not a real thing. Um, so when he turned up, I was like, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen this a mm-hmm. hundred times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me something interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking give me someone berserk that I wouldn't expect yeah. playing Reed Richards. Like, yeah, that give me would, George Clooney. Yeah. Give me Danny DeVito. Any, yeah. Like, it's the multiverse. <laughs> give me anything. Charlize <laughs> Theron. <laughs> like, anything. 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 But, like, it's, you know, it's it, it feels like the obvious casting. It's like, remember when... Hideous Brett Ratner cast Kelsey Grammer as the Beast mm. in X Men, and we all went, Ugh. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Nicholas Holt is great casting in that role because yes. it's completely not something you would expect him to yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, really yeah. good. Yeah, but Kelsey Grammer, you're like, yeah, yeah. That's like the Beast was kind of like the cartoon version was based on Kelsey Grammer. Well, that's essentially, like, that's, that's like putting uh, Paul Dano as the Riddler. Yeah, like, that's a uh, great. Yeah, you know it really speaks to Robert the time. Robert Pattinson as Batman so is yeah. like crazy left yeah. field casting. Yeah, Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Yeah, yeah. Jeffrey Wright, but great. All know, of that's great. Best Gordon ever, may I say? I think he's the best Gordon ever. I would have rather I love him seen so much. like I what, do love him. Like what Taika Waititi does in you know in 
in that Thor, that first Thor movie he did, where it's like, yeah, I'm going to cast Matt Damon as Thor. Yeah, Even right. though like it's a stupid joke bit, it's right. like yeah, yeah. Like, oh, give as me Loki some... and it's his brother. Is yeah, Thor. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's the other Hemsworth, it's the, yeah, <laughs> which is really funny. But you yeah. know, like, like do that. Like, yeah. get some. If you're going to do stunt casting, yeah, like instead of pulling in Patrick Stewart, mm. like, yeah. like get. I don't know. Like, I it was there for the rounds of applause. Yeah, and it it didn't narratively make much sense. Yeah, and like what? Well, like it, it's. It doesn't make sense because who gives a shit that it's Patrick Stewart as Professor X because it's not the Professor X that we ever followed in any of those movies. Of course. No. Yeah, it's a different so, Professor X. And what is, the, what is the end game with all this fan service? Because at, 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 at some point, this is going to collapse under its own weight. The, the beauty of the Marvel movies, if they, had, if they had any beauty to them, was that you could hop in and out as a mm. casual viewer. For the first yes. three phases, you could go and say, oh, I'm only into Ant-Man. Yeah. And I can just go and see the Ant-Man movies and I don't need to have watched 12 fucking well, Disney after Plus cre- series. It was the after credit scenes that yeah, linked them. Linked and, then, together. and then that was like Absolutely. a teaser, you know, of, oh, maybe I do want to check yeah, yeah, that yeah. out. You know, you can kind of follow. Yeah. So no, you're I watching totally this agree. movie and you're like, well, if you haven't watched WandaVision, this is oh, like, mate. you might be able to navigate it, but it's not like, oh, it's a little bit of flavor. Like yeah. that guy that w- wouldn't shut up talking to his girlfriend next to us. I don't think they were chatting. I think that was him going, oh, fuck. Uh, this is a whole backstory that you anything. don't yeah. need to know to understand what's going on. Yeah. Do that for another 10 movies and you're suddenly in the same problem that the comic books get into where it's like, well, now there's too much continuity and I don't know what, like, I, this I This is where I think Sam Raimi has gone, I'm going to make a horror movie for people who hate Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> And it is. It's terrifying because it fucking it makes the fans squeal and chant and go crazy. It's Ugh. you know there there's a couple. I think it, there's a couple of scenes that I was like, I think this is in here for a reason. There's a scene where Rachel McAdams is being attacked by demons, ghosty things, mm. and it was shot in exactly the same way as the woman getting raped by the tree in Evil Dead. Yes. And I yeah. was like, that is an interesting choice to make. In this moment, mm. yeah, as if to say, I am doing something horrible to this character, but you have to have seen my movies to understand this moment. Yeah, the yeah. same way all these Marvel fans tell you, you have to have seen all these movies to understand where Professor X comes in and what she's doing. It's almost like he's going, no, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurt you in a way. <laughs> That you don't understand. Like that even yeah. Kevin Feige doesn't understand. Like the scene where they're fighting with musical notes is one of the most terrible that fight scenes I've ever seen in my life. Stuff. I feel like you're talking it up. And it, <laughs> but I feel like it was done deliberately <laughs> badly. Like really? I feel like Raimi has do gone, you, you know what? You? This is a piece of Disney shit. I'm going to make it look like that scene from Sorcerer's Apprentice when Mickey Mouse has to fight all the fucking mobs. You, like, you actually think that you think that? I think he hates it. I think he honestly hated making this movie and he's punishing them. But, I think, but people, people said this about Lana Wachowski with the Matrix movie. Oh, they were like, which oh, I she loved. got forced into making it no, and that's and why I it's a shit movie. No, I like, love that. No, I think that. it's just a shit movie. No, I I've rewatched that it. Movie. It's really bad. I, I, I renege yeah. all of my positive... I loved that. Mm. I, loved, I loved how much it was just like taking the piss out of the whole franchise. It's just like... Yeah, yeah. but like... I don't know. I don't know about that creative choice. I, I like it's like if you hated doing it that much, why not just hand it off to someone and just not do it? Which it was. It was handed off to him from someone else. 
This movie? Yeah, it was Scott Derrickson was meant to direct it, who directed the first... Oh, hang on, no, you're talking about The Matrix. I'm talking about The Matrix. Oh, the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. But wait, wait, what did, what did Sam Raimi do after the Spider-Man trilogy? Like, what's his career been he since He did then? Uh, the Amy Adams film. Uh, hang on, I'll look it he up. He did Drag Me to Hell. He, yeah, hasn't done any, he hasn't done any, like, nothing on the scale of... No, no, he, no he hasn't no, had he a did, crazy budget. No, 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 he did that... Uh, what was that James Franco film? I'm just looking up his IMDb now. He did that. Um, it just seems like a strange choice to me that if you've settled with the job, he did. Did he do the the gift in between all of those Spider Mans, which I really enjoyed, where Kate Blanchett kept having visions of dead that Katie Holmes in the tree. Is a great movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is. A, I saw that like fifteen years ago. That's a great movie, and and really cleverly casting Greg Kinnear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who was often really badly cast. It just seems he did strange. Oz the Great and Power. Oh, oh yeah, that is terrible. I loved yeah. that. Yeah. That is awful. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it he's has just a, has a Mariah Carey song on the final soundtrack. Oh well, now and we know I, why you love it. And I love the film clip for that song because it's got clips from the Oz the Great and Powerful, and it's the only good bits from the movie. Right. Oh. Also, I've got after we finish this, I'll tell you my my story about going to see that and how much why I enjoyed it. Again, it was whooping and hollering from someone in the audience oh, who made okay. it way better than I, it should have been. All right, someone. Okay. It was you. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's the flying monkeys. Yay. It's a witch. <laughs> I kind of have. Zach Braff plays a monkey in that film. What's bad? What's not to love? I, don't, I, 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 I like the idea that he's deliberately making it bad, but I don't think that. I, I, I find that's a baffling creative choice. That if you've been given a movie, why would you go out of your way to make it bad? Like he doesn't, he wasn't because because you know we've all heard horror stories. Well, and you kind of read between the lines mm. of directors being let go from these films. Joss Whedon having a massive fight with Kevin Feige about mm. things that had to be inserted into yeah. Avengers: Age of Ultron. You know, mm-hmm. um, Edgar Wright being let go from Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Like the directors don't actually get to do anything on these movies. Oh no, it, it, and yeah. Sam Raimi would have known that going in. Of course, he's been. In the machine a long time. Spider-Man 3. Yeah. And so he would have had this moment of going, I've been offered this film that some other director who's not that great turned down. So you know what? Mm. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll take all the money and I'm going to insert my little little jokes. I reckon he inserted the Evil Dead stuff. That last 20 minutes just seemed like an Evil Dead homage with the zombie strange and the cape of ghosts and everything. I, I do believe that. Is I an think, and him. like, and there's so many grotesque horror things in there. It's like, this. How has this film gotten through any kind of rating other than Disney having the biggest arms in in Hollywood and going, you have to give this a rating that's yeah, yeah, yeah. okay for kids. To but go they have been marketing it. as a horror movie for years before it even came out. I mean, yeah. Kevin, Fe- this is Marvel's attempt at a horror movie. It's like really just having Wanda have red eyes. Walking around like a zombie. Yes, but like, you know, when she comes out of the red cloud, terrifying. I loved it. I love it. Like, it's not a proper jump scare, but it's near enough to. <laughs> it's like, you know, there's some great moments. Like, the, that moment where all the drips become really slow. I was like, ooh. Mm. That's a very Evil Dead moment. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of... I feel like Sam Raimi is... And that scene at the end with Bruce Campbell, for me, is the capper on it that goes, this is a piece of shit. You sat through it. It's over. And <laughs> thanks. Thanks for what, what, what thanks you, for me having being able to buy another house. <laughs> what are, what are your thoughts on that? I hated it, and I just went somewhere else. I, w- I didn't listen to any of that. I went to another place where I was having a really good time, 
and I know that this is my podcast and I apologise to both of you. But I was thinking of another time when I saw something that I liked heaps better where I had something decent to eat and then I got a good night's sleep and I woke up the next day and I We're not going to sleep tonight with all the sugar in our system. Oh. It's awful. It's a fucking disaster. I know, it's but really it, there are some positives. Like Rachel McAdams is really badly served by that first movie and she gets to do a lot in this and mm. she's great. Mm. Like yeah, she yeah. gets to get married. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to be is she great? A scientist in a pantsuit. Why do scientists always wear fucking jumpsuits in these movies? With, with I heels. don't understand. I clomping around the lab in I heels. Know, it's amazing. Um, I, I think Hayley she's Atwell. A, she's a good actor. Uh, I like Hayley Atwell as an actor. Wait, who's uh, Hayley Atwell? She was Captain America. Or yeah. Captain, oh yeah, yeah, yeah Captain right. Carter. Um, Unceremonious death scene. You should have seen her get cut in half. And that was the implication, again, right? Yeah, but that's. Th- even Disney can't uh, God, get a PG rating for that. Should have been so much better. <laughs> Even the Mister Fantastic death scene was so underwhelming. I know he got turned into cheese, cheese sticks, <laughs> cheese sticks. <laughs> like it's no hot dog fingers. <laughs> like that could have been great, and they yeah. should have had one moment where he was like stretched oh, around, like, like anything. Why didn't he stretch? Well, he did, but it was like, all very like, off camera. Yeah, because like, it's creepy. Yes. You've said this before. Yes, it's, it it's creepy, work. and it implies that he's got a really long, stretchy dick. That's what I like about the Josh Trank Fantastic Four. There's not much to like in that movie, but I like the. Implied, I still haven't finished it. I've never the seen implied it. body. They, they they really go hard on the body horror aspect of it when they right. first start getting their powers. Are like, oh, is, is by body by body horror? Do you mean the reshoots wig? The yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's completely different to her hair in the rest of the yeah. movie. Wow, that's phenomenal! <laughs> like you couldn't even get the wig right. <laughs> Um, another actor that I really like that is uh, poorly served in this is Chewie Telegia for. Uh, yeah. You know, that is a, a nothing. Because also, like, that was the implication at the end of the last movie that he was going to be bad and do yes. things. And then yeah. we've not had the in-between movie where totally. he's bad and does things. And that's not yeah. the Baron the, the Baron that we care about. It's yeah. some yeah. other guy. So it's some other guy. I can see why oh, my universe's version of me hates you. I don't Ugh. understand why Wanda wanted to find those kids. Those kids were awful. awful. That ice awful. cream song made that? me want to set fire to myself. Again, I think that Sam Raimi going, look how annoying... Look how annoying this fucking bullshit that I've been Ma, forced to have I think in my movie kids. is. Huh? I think I just hate kids. Yeah. I think well, I'm just you do hate kids. <laughs> As I but, get older. But also it's like that's a thing that's been forced on him from that miniseries. So it's like you have to have these kids in it and that's her motivation. So he's like, right, well, I'm going to make them the most unlikable pair of also, assholes on the planet. So why, why are they in that multiverse and where, where's the vision in that multiverse? The vision, Did he get killed off? No, he's too busy doing drugs with Johnny Depp. He'll never be in those movies again. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Right. <laughs> Even if he wasn't it, I think there would have been very quick edit out. <laughs> right. Well, no, there'll be there'll be a future version where he turns up depending on the court case. <laughs> like if the court case comes good, he'll be there going, "Wonder, there seems to be two of you." <laughs> hey, what's going on with the script as well? Like, oh, you man. know, like, look, I, I like some things where sometimes characters explain what's going on, but fuck, sometimes you'd see things coming through the shield, and then they'd say, "Quick." They're coming through the shield. It's oh, like, yeah, yeah, what are you yeah. doing? Is this for the side impaired? Like, so they can still enjoy yeah, yeah, it? Like yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. And that happens all you know the what way that through is? it. That is a director who's not entirely sure that the special effects people are going to finish the work on time. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And it might just have to be pointing at something that's not happening. Like, oh. If they don't finish the scene, we'll just like have someone say it in case. Yeah. And then they've, they've yeah, managed to finish yeah. the special effects. It's like, eh, leave it in. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> The machine. We yeah. have a date. The date is locked in, and the film must be delivered. Who, who, yeah. were, who were a lot of those sorcerers that were giving up their lives that I had no idea who they that were? That was some of the worst background uh, extra acting I've ever seen. 
when they were like, you know. Oh, yeah. I, you know what I get annoyed with the Marvel films is, you know, when they're on a roof somewhere. Yeah. And it's like, you're in a cupboard in Atlanta. Mm. There's the, that city's not there. Like, yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. And it's so obvious it's not there because the yeah. lighting's not great. Yes. Yes. You know, it's that real Marvel thing where it's like, Mar- Marvel special effects, it's the definition of like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. Like, what, oh my you know, God. Do like, you know my favorite bad special effect that uh, I've seen lately? Have you seen Death on the Nile? No. Oh my God, it's What's the best. What's wrong with you? You're going to die amazing. one day. You don't have enough time to watch it's this shit. It's so terrible. But there's a moment where the <laughs> boat is going down the Nile, obviously, is where the death occurs in the title. Um, <laughs> is that the Egypt Nile? Yeah, 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 it's not yeah. in Egypt. Uh, and, you know, you see the wake coming off the boat. Yeah. Obviously, the smoke is coming oh, out of the smokestack. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're having a party yeah. for Gal Gadot's birthday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, Army all these Hammer. balloons are floating away from the boat yeah. in the opposite direction of the smoke. Perfect. <laughs> Amazing. And the opposite direction of the boat. It's Perfect. like... Perfect. Just gravity and atmosphere yeah, yeah, don't yeah, work yeah, like yeah. that. Like it's, wow. <laughs> it's just amazing. Wow. There's a, there's a line I always quote to Justin from Red Letter Media about stuff like that, where they're like, uh, "You might not have noticed it, but your brain did." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. have you seen Anaconda? There's a scene in Anaconda where they've gone, they filmed them going down the river, and they obviously haven't bothered to film them going back, so they've just reversed the footage. Perfect. It's like, there is a waterfall going upwards oh, in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that's exquisite. I love that stuff. Yeah. That's great. Well, there, there was uh, one thing that I did see uh, on Twitter a couple of days ago that people had picked up from one of the trailers, and I tried. Right. I, I accidentally saw it, and the um, Doctor Strange trailer. Yeah, yeah, and they picked up this thing where they showed you, you know, with the uh, the Gargantos, with you know the big one-eyed creature yeah, yeah, that yeah, they yeah. had to rename. And uh, you you see the same guy in a suit running four times past, like he's, he's running four times, and it's all different angles, but he's still running the same angle. It's like <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, what is going on with this film? Like, yeah. I just think I just think it's I think it's all the worst aspects of these films in one film. Yeah, because I think all these th- tro- tropes and mistakes and bad special effects and I, show up in all of these films but a I lot think, of the story I think what happened it. is Sam Raimi has gone I started this with Spider-Man it made a shitload of money right. everyone loved it yep. and I'm going to fucking end it <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bookend this bullshit <laughs> No one's going to want to see another Marvel film ever again. Well, he's, he's succeeded. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm, I mean, I've been out for a while. I've been out for longer than you. Yeah. But I, I have no interest. Like that Thor like, trailer, there was no part of it. It's like, yay, another Taika Waititi venture. Like, I don't. Yeah. It's done. The narrative is over. It ended with Endgame. Yeah, I think you can have the TV shows with your little adventures. Even now. they like only the one division. One division was sick because it was so innovative yeah. and so creative, and the and her and Paul Bettany are just so fucking great in that. Yeah, yeah. so the performances are brilliant. But all the others, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was one of the worst oh things my I've ever God. seen in my life. So Loki. Was what what just was I calling it? The other Captain America and his boring mate. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> oh no, Captain Boring and his boring mate. Yeah, awful. <laughs> Awful. Um, Being lectured to about, you know, race relations by Disney Plus, please. Oh, Leave no. me alone. Man, you know, uh, so Black Widow was whatevs, no big oops. Um, I, I, liked, I liked chunks of it. It was, and just, I four, it was just five but, years too late. But yeah, yeah right. it was it was too late, and once again, a, a naff movie that's held together by some pretty good performances, which yeah. is Florence how I feel Q about Spider Man as well, yeah. and and Rachel Vice, Rachel Vice, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. David uh, Harbour was too it, it, much. It, it did have yeah. the 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 quip, the, you know, the the Marvel quip thing where it's like, 
Yeah. You're quipping about getting a forced hysterectomy. Like, is, there, is nothing fucking sacred in this, in this universe? Oh, that's insane. Oh, they tore it out. They tore my uterus out. I'm like, whoa, man. That's like, full on. Like, yeah. That's a really full on thing. That's yeah. really fucked up. I'm what? not sure that's quippable. Why, yeah. why are these guys upset about this and this female character who's had it done to her seems to be fine? <laughs> Time for another quip. Oh, oh everything's quippable in Marvel. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I hated the music. I was about to... The like, Den- I was the Denny Elfman strange, madness. Mate, I was hitting myself like Bruce Campbell was in yeah. Doctor Strange every time yeah, that yeah. music it was, was the coming. the only time in my life I've been grateful for my tinnitus. Oh, <coughs> why I was... Drown it out. I was, so I, was, think- I was leaning towards it so I could try and hear it. Let's... Uh, <laughs> so, it looks I'm so wondering cheap. if the semiotics of that scene where they're fighting with the musical notes... Yeah. ...is about the... Rough. Like, Danny Elfman... Ha, like who scored this movie has been really critical out loud about the way the music is done in Marvel movies because he co-wrote I think the music for Age of Ultron. Okay. Um, and there he said, you know, what happens is directors get these temp tracks of mm. their favorite music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Often the Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, and pop it in, and then they're like, you write the music, and they're like, no, 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 I want it to sound like what I put there, and he's like. Well, I'm not plagiarizing it. I'm yeah. not like so. Is this Sam Raimi saying these films do terrible things with music? So I'm letting the music have revenge, right? <laughs> Look, <laughs> like wow. I love reading things into this yeah, movie I, that I, aren't I, there. It's so <laughs> much fun. Well, it does. I feel, like, I feel like I'm doing a PhD on how shit this movie is. <laughs> Like you're giving us something to talk about, so that that is uh, that is that, that is was uniquely sh- like bad, right? Yeah, but that's what makes me think it's got some sort of semiotic placement there. Like it was so terrible that, and it came from nowhere. But people loved it, Adam. That's what you're forgetting. The moment where he undid the whole thing with that last note. I don't know if you heard it. The two rows we were sitting in. Oh! was sick that was very strange so you know i, I, I don't know it was, it was absolutely terrible how low are people's standards now have they never seen a film have they never like, no they've they've seen 32 it? of these marvel films and that's yeah. all yeah. we talked to a nice chap outside the scene oh, he, he was, was very nice. he was so very lovely but and, and we and, had to pretend and that we liked the movie lied through my teeth because i did not want to <laughs> we be had big wet eyes when he looked at us and yeah went, so what'd you think? think oh no it was great and he was wearing a t-shirt that said marvel what was it not Mar- uh, i'm not a just tr- a fan not just, just a fan, a fan. yeah marvel, like, he was lovely oh, what does that mean he sticks the figures up his ass yeah 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 full of captain america yeah yeah travels the multiverse by shoving captain yeah marvel figures up his ass like and you know what? Jamie Lee Curtis saying you don't get these. <laughs> and also, but you know that, that that's once again that's a very simple movie about yep. a woman trying to keep her family together while doing a taxes yes. on a micro budget. Yeah, seven guys did all the special effects in that yeah. movie. Yeah, have you heard that story? Yeah, seven people, and it's great, spectacular. Yeah. And this was amazing. this, you know, like do you remember that you saw the Living Tribunal's head for a second? Who gives a shit? I don't even know what that is. The Living Tribunal is a character from the Marvel comics who oh. is the kind of got three like a it's a Doctor Strange. Is that when character. we were flicking through five yeah. million universes? Yeah, I saw it for a moment. Oh, right, I saw yeah. it's the Living Tribunal. Oh. Next, next, and that next. didn't get a whoop because it wasn't from 
the recent. For, it wasn't it was from the a, MCU. Yeah. That's the only that's iteration of the Marvel Universe that matters. You know. Yeah. I think that that's the other thing. Like, you know, I've said this before, how annoyed I get it. You know, 64 Easter eggs you didn't notice in this film. It's like, yeah, I did notice them. Yeah. They're yeah, not yeah, Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in the film. Yes. I read the comic. Yeah. And I've seen the film. Yes. And I know all the things that are... Like, you know, when they started talking about the, you know, the multiverses crashing into one another, it's like... Oh, oh, yeah, I read those comics. They yeah. were good. Yeah, Jonathan Hickman's, uh, yeah. you know, you're going to bring in the incursions. Yeah, the incursions But are you going to do something with that? Is, no. is that where we're heading? Are we heading towards secret wars? No, yeah. they'll say the words. Mm. They'll say the words secret war and incursion, but they won't actually do anything with the concept. But I, I like, mm. and you know, unless you have, you know, you know that moment where he goes, oh, you know, I could, I could love you, but, you know, it'll be worth the incursion. And it's like. You haven't really made oh, the yeah. incursion sound like it's much chop. No. <laughs> By the way, like, why give us a reveal of, like, the reveal of Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic is only exciting if you don't know he's coming up. But you know he's coming up because it's fan service. Uh-huh. Yeah. And if you're a fan, when Rachel McAdams says, I work at the Baxter building, yes. yeah, you, you know... At least someone from the Fantastic Four is turning up. Even yeah. I knew that, and I yeah. don't know anything about them. I'm, I'm a DC kid. But when yeah. she said yeah. Baxter, I was like, oh, look, that's the Fantastic Four. That's the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Also, Weren't you big in the 60s? Uh, uh, that was the joke that oh, Doctor like, Strange made to him. Jesus Christ. How fucking plastic did those uh, handcuffs look? Oh, I know. <laughs> like like, were, how could he not break out of that? Well, they were magic, Justin. They had magic stuff in them. Magic plastic. Magic plastic. I don't understand how... This is another thing that I found confusing is why is witchcraft different to magic? Oh, yeah, when <laughs> he goes, it's not sorcery, it's witchcraft. It's witchcraft. Like, isn't a sorcerer just a male yeah, witch? Uh, like, yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah, I know. It's what is everyone talking about? dispatching of Chewie Tell for as well, just left in a ditch yeah. and you never see him again. Huh. Like, like, what's the point of even having him in the fucking movie? Also... Like, it wasn't that big a ditch. I know. It wasn't a very big like, ditch. I know. It was, it was a tiny Strange ditch. Strange could hop out of it. Surely Chiwetel could as well. Yeah, like, Cumberband can get out there. Just a strange <laughs> fucking movie. Nothing had any weight. It was just very, I don't know. I do, you know, I do appreciate the casting of the original film that it's made a lot of American uh, entertainment reporters have to learn how to say Benedict Cumberbatch and ah, yes. Chiwetel oh, yeah. Ejiofor. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like, you know, I'll Probably give it I that. Chiwetel. Yep. Uh, do you ever have you ever seen clips of uh, when they're filming the original Star Wars and you hear Peter Mayhew as Chewbacca speaking the lines and no. and and, Han, and uh, Harrison Ford replying? It's really funny. <laughs> oh. It's really funny. Great because it's just it's just Chewie just going. Oh yeah, what's going on over there? Yeah, you're right, Chewie. <laughs> <laughs> That's entertaining. I've seen the original Darth Vader. Yeah. And he's got like quite a toffee voice. Yeah. yeah. Bring her to the Death Star. Yeah. It's not menacing at all. I'd no. like a cup of tea, please. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Moff Tarkin I want some shortbread. Um, <laughs> do you think? Do you think that these ones are also lacking in the sense that you know, like for the first, let's whatever that first arc of the Marvel movies that ended with Endgame, mm. there was that sense of forward momentum, like we're going somewhere. Yes. We're, we're yeah. on our way somewhere. Well, like yeah, when this they ended, finished. Yeah, and when but when this ended and the third eye pops and it's like, oh my God, smash cut to credits. It's like, I don't give a shit. I invested 10 years into these films. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've got another 10 years of enthusiasm for yeah, this is, these it's, stories that don't seem to be going anywhere. Well, you know, like it, people kind of look back on that first phase and it's it's not perfect, but they they kind of forget that... 
they're, they're not just introducing characters, but they're introducing concepts. concepts and, yeah. you know, like I think the first Captain America gets short shrift. Oh. Great movie. I think it's great. I it's think Joe Johnson's yeah. a great director. Yep. And, you know, like it really, all of that pays off in Endgame, mm. and, but it's a standalone film. You know, and then Great at the end you go, oh my god, he's in the future. And then I think Thor, like that first Thor gets well, short Kenneth shrift. Kenneth Thor is amazing. Like, you you don't get the ongoing Tom Hiddleston Loki without no. what Branagh brings to that well, character. He used to work with him in... Uh, uh, Valander? Valander? Yeah, Wallander. It, yeah, because yeah, Tom Hiddleston was a character, like, yeah. an actor in Wallander yeah. with Kenneth Branagh. So he's obviously gone... Oh, I reckon you can do this. Well, he, you know, like he, it's also pretty entertaining. You know, yeah. like when he, you know, in the cafe drinking his coffee and throwing it on the ground, and you know, like this. But each of those films is pretty standalone. Iron Man Two is a misstep, mm. but you know, you kind of get to the end of those movies and you go, "Great, I, I get all of these characters," and then yep. you see them hanging out in Avengers, yep. and it's like, "Great." That was a nice little build-up. Then, you know, like, the second Thor is not a great film, but oh, it no. also is standalone. Like, it doesn't it doesn't really affect anything else. You yeah. know, I wasn't a fan of Iron Man 3. I know people are fans of that. Mm. But I really enjoyed Winter Soldier. I thought Winter Soldier was like a, you know, that really kind of sets a, a path forward for everything. Yeah. And then you, you know, then Guardians of the Galaxy comes along and you, you get something that is a genuine different flavour yeah. in the Marvel Universe. And they go, oh, right, okay, we can lean into this a little bit, you know. And, but, and so by the time we do get to... A, Endgame, it's, it's what you were saying before, Ben. It's like when when, when you hear Sam the Falcon say mm. on your left mm. and, then, and then that hole opens up mm. and it's fucking, you know, Black Panther mm. walking through. And the, the, and the Like I always think about my friend's uh, daughter who was uh, 12, I think, uh, when she saw Infinity War and she, and she was – Devastated, oh, yeah. and she was looking at me, going, "I just cannot believe they killed off Spider Man." Now I know how it works, so <laughs> yeah. I'm just, but I just was like, "Yeah, can you believe it?" Yeah, yeah, so yeah. then, when he turns up, like when all the heroes are turning yeah. up in that film, in Endgame, like I'm enjoying knowing how excited she is, and and the people in that cinema were like, "Oh my god, they're back! Yeah. Great!" You know, it's, yeah. I, I get it; it's family entertainment. This film. Was and I'm so angry at me for being angry about something that is so fucking unimportant. You know what While this the is? World burns. Yeah, yeah. You know what this is? I can't do anything about global warming. I can't do anything about the war in the Ukraine. I can't yeah. do anything about this election. So you know, what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to impotently rage at the amount of time that I lost in this fucking film. <laughs> and it like it was boring. It was two hours and seven minutes, and I checked my fucking mm. phone. Yeah, I sat in drive my car, a three hour. Mm. Japanese mm. movie. Slow-mo. Uh, I was riveted. Yeah. I was riveted. Like, yeah. it wasn't until a couple of days later that I remembered that the guy next to me ate a never-ending box of fucking popcorn <laughs> and I actually could hear it all the way for three hours, but I was so riveted, I didn't give a shit about Captain Crunch yeah. next to my fucking left. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're having to shut two lots of different people down for talking through this film, oh, yeah. and there was a part of me that was going, why are you doing that? I was listening to them. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like you just shouldn't have to do homework to see a film. Like you know, no, like that's what like, it, yeah. like the, the the point of 
See, I quite enjoyed Shang-Chi because at least it had a different sense of humour. Like yes. it had a different style of humour. Um, and the action scenes seemed different. Yes, they Until did. the end when it was the yeah, same as all it, the other ones. You know, oh, like that is... Big dragon. Big dragon. But, you know, it was a big dragon. Yeah. It's, like the, it's like the big samurai in that Wolverine movie. Like, nah, I don't want to see a big thing. Yeah, you, 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 enough you, big things. No, like... Give uh, me a little thing. Give me a little cute thing. Yeah, give me a nice small <laughs> thing. But, but, but also... <laughs> that I can fit in. Also, like... G'day, folks. Like... <laughs> I should have room for a big thing. That's what I should have given a warning to. But but you know, like, like, why not? Like that that movie. Like you've got all these people that are really good uh, in uh, action. Yeah. Like instead of having them sit on a fucking CGI fucking dragon, how about let them fight? 125 ninjas. Mm. Yes. That would have been great. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. what are they going to, like, if they make a Daredevil movie, what's going to happen at the end of that? Is he going to get into a, like, is it's going to be all this great stuff and then the last 20 minutes he gets into a big giant mechanical version of Daredevil oh and, does, yeah, yeah, yeah. and does, like, Pacific Rim fighting yeah, with yeah. a big <laughs> fucking mechanical Pacific kingpin? Probably. Like, what are you doing? Well, look what they did about Black Widow. You know, oh, they're fucking hardcore fighting mate, super spies I, I, and it's I, like, I, oh, no, now we're all falling out of a giant. Mate, I told you how I would have, Finish that film, mm. like you're like, they're they're all oh, possessed, yeah, yeah, you know. Right. You have her fighting; she's got all the uh, antidotes, mm. and as they're trying to kill her, she's bam, 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 and she's injecting all of them. Yeah. And then at the end of it, because they're all on the ground getting the antidote, and he's there like, oh, you know, I finally got you. You're alone. And then she says, I'm not alone. And then they all stand yeah. up. You go, yes, yes. Like it's like it's feminine as yes, well. Like yes. she she didn't beat them up. She fucking saved them, you know, yeah. and they stand up, and that's that's an incredible ending. Oh no, she's just flying through the air, yeah. d- defying the gravity. She's yeah. not even got powers, and she's just fucking bouncing off bits of metal, like fighting and the a lighting's CGI. Lighting's all off. You can clearly see she's on blue. Fucking stream. Dune, <laughs> like I hold Dune responsible for making these movies look worse. Like that movie looks so fucking beautiful oh, yeah, on the yeah. big screen. Well, that video I sent. That you, video. The, I'll, I'll send it to you, Adam. It's a great video. Anyone watching this should watch Thomas Flight's video about why. The Dune special effects look so convincing. Oh, because they wanted them to look real. Yeah, yeah. like and it's they all about the lighting. Yeah, when an explosion goes off. You actually it throws people into shadow. And, yeah, you know it's not. It's because you know it's that Aussie um, cinematographer yeah, yeah. who's like a gun. Yeah. He also did uh, the Batman. Yes, and directed that that film, uh, or was he cinematographer the the Nash Edgerton film, the short film Spider? Is it? Oh, right, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, he just has a great sense of light. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, he's not afraid of a monochromatic palette. Like, and that's what I think works for Dune a lot. Whereas, this film is so stupidly colourful. Like, yeah, it's, it's the- like... I want all the colours. Yes. I want yellow and purple and orange musical notes to be flying through the air. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny because it's the opposite... <laughs> it's the opposite of the criticism that we've always levelled at Marvel movies of like, oh, yeah, all right, it's blue-grey again. And this yeah. time it's like, yeah, okay, like, let's... I don't want to go back to blue-grey, but just restrain your colour palette a little bit. Well, I think it's because, you know, stupid Zack Snyder made us all terrified of... You know, muted color palettes. So right. they've gone the other way. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, anything they've didn't they didn't over there on the terrible DC movies. We've got to do the opposite. So I, uh, I, I feel like I'd rather watch a Zack Snyder Justice League or Batman versus Superman than this because at least it's oh my a, god, have you heard a crazy vision? Have you heard the latest? Right, um, here we go. Like you know how Zack Snyder turned, like he wasn't allowed to make it as a TV series, even though he wanted to. Right. He, like he wanted to re-edit it. Like you know, it's, it has those oh, chapter yes, beats yes, yes, yes. in the four-hour movie. Yes, but because of the deals that were done with all the actors, they couldn't 
make it a TV series. They just had to put chapter points in it for streaming. Um, so Baz Luhrmann is re-editing Australia oh, as God. a TV series called Far Away Downs. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> he's got so much footage. Far Away Downs. never made it into the film. Welcome to Far Away Downs, everybody. That's what it's called in the movie. Like, it's a terrible, terrible film. It's like, making it longer is not going to help it. No. Oh, unless there's more homoerotic shots of Hugh uh, having oh, yeah, showers out there. The- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just for your entertainment, I've looked up, I looked up the Wikipedia page for this new uh, Doctor Strange movie. And and, multiverse uh, of Boring. The what? And writer Michael Waldron compared Strange to Indiana Jones as a hero who can take a punch, but with the intellect of Chef Anthony Bourdain. What? <laughs> what? Well, there's some of the problems with the movie. I just feel like he just like you just pulled said, two random names out of his ass. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, he's like uh, Conor McGregor and uh, Stephen Hawking. <laughs> like you know, it's like what are you talking about? This yeah, is, is insane. Weird. So here are some of the reviews that are coming through. So mm. I've just had very. I'm not reading any full things. I'm just um, Douglas Davidson. Element uh, elements of madness. Oh, oh. sounds good. Uh, <laughs> Madness is decidedly a Raimi film Packed with his specific sense of direction, <sighs> editing and staging Resulting in a cinematic roller coaster ride Filled with shocks, delightful, gruesome and delightfully gruesome oh, Anyway, <laughs> great That was clever this is- um, Matt Lynch in Review Online Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is a crummy-looking, mostly incoherent slog peppered with hints of director, in inverted commas, Sam Raimi's visual (laughs) idiosyncrasies. Yes. Uh, Neil Pond from Parade Magazine says, Being the most powerful doctor in the universe, it seems, is some serious, ponderous business and not a lot of fun. (laughs) Uh, You know, but it's got got like 80%, you know. Even the alternate Doctor Strangers, it's the multiverse... Of madness, and we get Doctor Strange with a ponytail. Bad Doctor Strange. They were all bad Doctor Strangers. That was the point. He was the only good one, and then he went bad at the end. (sighs) But it's all right. Charlize Theron's going to sort him out. Who's she? (laughs) So she's clear. I felt like I was nine. Who's clear? Yeah, I don't know either. Like she's she's an old school love interest for. Doctor Strange from the comics. Oh, and, who cares? Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Again, Spider-Verse. Oh, we've got Spider-Pig. We've got yeah. Noir Spider-Man. Peter Porker, the amazing Peter spider Porker. We've got, you know, And they're <laughs> yeah. all animated in their own style. Like, they're actually yes. animated in their genre. Yes, it's it's fun. like, whoa, it's the, it's the multiverse. Yeah. Like, look, I, let me win you over with Clear. Clear was born to Prince Arini. Son of Onar, the former ruler of the Dark Dimension, and the Faltine fugitive Umar, sister of the dreadful Dormammu. Clea's birth was very traumatic to Umar, and the experience scarred her even more when she learned she had lost the ability to revert to her Faltinian form. She abandoned Clea with Arini and became violent, picking a conflict with her brother. In a weakened state, however, she was defeated by Dormammu and banished to another realm. Did you feel like when it said Doctor Strange will be back, that was more like a... A Ominous threat A threat. Yeah, anything else what, That's the other what thing What did like, I do wrong Why do they put those Up at the end Like Why do they say Doctor Strange will return It's like Yeah we what, know We know That's pre- The whole franchise Is predicated on him being And even back. Even if Cumberbatch Doesn't turn up Someone will be Doctor Strange You know oh. You know the worst one For telling you The character is going to be back Was at the end Of the latest James Bond Oh yeah Like why'd you put that up Like why we know he's coming back yeah. But you know what You just did 
after finally killing him off, you undercut it six minutes later with your own credits. all the films now. <laughs> yeah, he's coming back. No, we, we get it. We get it. Like, he's, I know it's tradition. They've been making them since for 60 years. Yeah. Like, we get it. We, you'll make another one. Like, I know it's tradition to put it there, but yeah. just... Would have been like, oh, they would didn't have been put nice it at the to end. think that maybe he wouldn't be back. Yes. But I think yeah. that's what it is now. For our, our friend that we chatted to outside the cinema. Who was very nice. Who was a very nice guy. But I think that that's what he's into. I don't think he's yeah. actually into the movie. I think he knew the movie was dog shit. That's why his eyes were full of tears when he asked us what we thought of it. Because yeah. he, he's into the anticipation machine and yeah. the let's get on Reddit and, oh, do you think that it will be John Trusinski, Trusinski when they actually do do the Fantastic Four or they'll cast someone else? What do you think? It's just that now. Yeah. It's, and, how, it's, and how long can you It's because we that? live in an announcement culture now. Like totally. the actual yeah. content is, is irrelevant. It's like in the 90s when comic books became about whatever piece of shit was stuck on the cover. The lenticular cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like the actual, you would buy them and you were like, this is a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, this is a really terrible... Like, I don't know why there's 800 toilet paper pages in between this lenticular cover. <laughs> yes. But none of it makes sense. Yeah. It's just, you know, all some weird crossover I don't understand. Executioner's cousin. Um, yeah. And, and I feel like the movies are now becoming that. It's all about, you know, bums on seats on the first night. Doesn't matter if it's a shit film. And then just chuck it on Disney Plus where it can get streamed. Yeah. And- you, you know, I think they... Like, I've had to kind of sit on this for a second because I've had to kind of think my way through it, but I feel like they did the character of Wanda a real disservice. And mm. I and I yeah. personally think that what would have been... By the way, the reveal that she was, you know... The big the, bad. The big bad, like, 17 minutes into the film was was up there with Tobey Maguire being revealed in a fucking alley. Yeah. <laughs> it was like... Do you know what I mean? Because I didn't, I didn't tweak straight away. I was like, oh, she's the one who's been sending the monster with... She's the one that's been... Si- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like... What? Just to get her kids? Yeah. Like... Okay. So, you they know... Never existed. Yeah. So, you know what would have been much more fascinating? Because... Because probably the genuinely only good line of the film was when she says, uh, I, I'm not a monster, Steve, and I'm a mother, right? Like, yeah. which is technically the best line of the film. Yeah. How about it's... If you've already set up an alternate strange... Set up an alternate Wanda. And w- our Wanda, who we are invested in after that fantastic TV uh, series, uh, we yeah. have her messing around with the dark hold, which we saw at the end of the after yes. credit scene. How about suddenly she sees where she could be going through this yes. alternate one. She teams up with our strange yes. to take them down. And therefore she gets a redemption where she realises rather than succumb to the power that she's been corrupted by, she learns to live with her grief and becomes stronger from it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like, and then maybe she could have saved the other Wanda, like that Wanda that you know yes. that she was trying to possess, maybe she could have saved that Wanda to have her children and then she gets some sort of satisfaction yeah. out of that. Like, I, that's a much better film. Absolutely. Right? I, think, I think the story that they wrote made sense in... In you know, in a narrative way, in that she sees the kids and sees how she looks to their eyes, and like, oh, I finally realized all these things have been terrible that I've done. Yeah, and then see you later. Like, it makes a narrative sense, but it's also horrifically predictable because, like, the whole yeah. time, you know, they're like, what What happens to the other Wanda when you get mm. the kids? It's like, oh, it'll be fine. It's like, yeah, no, this is clearly where this is going. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, it yeah. makes a logic narrative sense. And and seeing her 
you know, when Professor X goes into her head and the real Wanda is trapped in there and the Wanda that we're seeing is the dark old Wanda and you're like, oh, okay. So, like, it feels yuck. Like, emotionally it feels yuck because you're like, well, I love that character and the only time we've seen her is she's trapped in a dark hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with, uh, with uh, 137-year-old Professor X trying to get <laughs> trying her to out. Get her but out. also having a chat rather than just get her out. How yeah. many times... How many times do people just stop for a chat? Oh, and when running? he actually says, perhaps I will try to get you out. Yeah, <laughs> perhaps. Like, like, maybe. Also, wasn't the whole... I, 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 tell me if I'm wrong, but wasn't the whole kind of moral at the end of WandaVision that she did learn to live with her grief? Yeah. Isn't that the whole kind of apotheosis of that character? Yes. Yeah. Oh, he is dead and I yeah. can't live in a fantasy realm. Yeah. So then to... But... but- She's now so she's dealt with the grief of him, which yeah. is why he never gets a mention and never gets a look in, even yeah. though there is a weird white one that exists somewhere. Yeah. Um and, and until the until the court case is court finished. Court case is finished. <laughs> <laughs> um but you know, this is a different thing. It's like, oh, I had kids and now I've lost them. Like it's a different Kind like it's a different kind of grief. I, I agree with what Justin said. But yeah, I, it's I totally like a massive step backwards in the in the narrative arc of that character. And again, which is we, what haunts the character even in the comics. Yeah, like she is totally mis, uh, messed up. One division. One division turned what was probably the least developed, boring, most boring character in oh, the yeah. films into like the densest, richest character in yeah. the entire. And then to have this movie where she's just. You know, like a, a psychotic, you know, and it's like you can say the motivations, right? Oh, she just loves her kids over. But it's like, yeah. dude, you're like, you're doing some, you enslaved a town in one division. That was pretty fucked up. Yeah. yeah. And now you've just gone backwards again and you're doing all this awful well, stuff. Well, but, but then that gets waved off in this. Oh, you're here to talk to me about yeah. what went down in my TV series. And oh, no, 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 you're fine. Yeah. So I, I need some help with this. Oh, you're not fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> also, like, the, what is going on? It, it's yeah. one of my least favorite. Oh. I did, you didn't tell me the name, did you? I was like, Ugh, I hate that. Like, oh, it happens yeah. all the time and it's just like, why is that the, the easy way to go around it? Like, mm. I, oh, hate, yeah. I hate shortcuts like that. Like, it's yeah. just, It just makes it seem like an underwritten script. Yeah. Oh, and also, where was like, she hanging out? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Oh, anyway, Jesus shit. In her dark hold world universe. Oh, my God. Just what a bummer. Yeah. But also, <laughs> no, that's terrible. I'm just bummed out. Yeah. Like, I, you know, why didn't anyone cheer for Wonder Girl? <laughs> the bull. And the, the bull. The, the, and, and the place. And the place. The, oh, mountain, right. the mountain where she came from. Yeah. They don't, that they didn't don't show up that. on the Nerdist video they watched this morning. Yeah. <sighs> is, there, is there anything that we didn't fucking bitch about? No. Um, well, here's a good question. Do you think there was, was there anything you really liked? Was there a moment where you were like, that's cool? Um, the slide dig at capitalism where, oh yeah, your world's the only one where you have to pay for food. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was nice. Yeah. That yeah. was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, I did like the, I'm not a monster, I'm a mother line. Yeah. I thought that was, I thought she was good. Like, I liked her, I liked her line um, when he goes, they're not real children, you created them with magic. She's like, all women create their children with magic. Yeah. Yeah. Line. Yeah. That like a, like it yeah. had some really interesting bits in it, like you know, and the and the Sam Raimi, I'm I'm making some weird horror bits. Like I really enjoyed. Like I liked the, the Cloak of Demons. That yeah, looks sick. Cloak of Demons is great. Like yeah. zombie Doctor Strange and his half his face falling off, and yeah. it's like, oh okay, you're going there. Like yeah. that is yeah. that is quite a zombie face. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know the worst thing is I think it's because we've. We've sat through some very underwhelming episodes of What If, the cartoon. Oof. 
That is so like nice of you to say that. (laughs) And then you get this that is basically a big screen version of, again, those underwhelming things. Like, and yeah. What if that zombie episode? Yeah. It's like if you're going to do the zombie episode, do you have to have Paul Rudd like undermining the concept every three seconds with a quip? Terrible. You, you do. You what, do. What, was it actually Paul Rudd? That's the other thing I had about. What I think it's it like, Paul Rudd. It's well, like some some we, people were. We can get some of them, but we can't get yeah, all yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't have Tom Holland, but you know who's going to know? Yeah, right. No Downey Jr. either. So I'm I'm curious to know what's going to happen. Like as I said, like I'm feeling pretty burnt out by that uh, mm. whole experience. Um, Did you expect to see a Tony Stark? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I heard a rumor that they were going to have a Tom Cruise. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, rumor I heard that as well. well. But also, it's the Illuminati. So if you're going to throw in the Illuminati, why isn't? I mean, they had they had Vol- uh, Voltrons, Ultrons there. So <laughs> yeah. why was why is there no person who Tony created Stark? it? Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, how good would it be if he was falling through universes and you spent like whatever 20, 30 seconds in each one, and there was different versions of the Avengers and like really out there stuff like, like even done so much. Even, yeah. even the scene where you, they flash back to the death of Thanos and it's like he's not there either right yeah uh. yeah what, like, what, what's yeah is, Look, there, is there some contractual thing that like when uh, Robert Downey Jr. vacated the role it's like and you also can't recast it for 12 years no mm. oh, yeah mm. well knowing his uh, wife and how oh, clever man. she is Susan Downey is a gun yeah yeah I met her. She's lovely. Oh, really? Yeah, really? yeah. Right. She was a producer on House of Wax that they filmed on the Gold Coast oh, that I right. went to the set of, which was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, like maybe maybe this will wear off, but, you know, so far it's been Shang-Chi, had a good time with that. Eternals. Woof. No. Nah. Woof. Spider-Man, I mean, No Way I've, Home. I've told you my review of Eternals. It's like the whole film is like Gemma Chan. Beautiful, bit dull. (laughs) (laughs) Not very good. I only got 20 minutes in. Or alternately, the whole film is like Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. Beautiful, a bit dull. Not very good. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you don't think I'm being sexist or racist. No, no, no. The the thing that... um, you know, it had Barry Keen in it. You I know? love him. I love him as well. I love Selma Hayek. Yep. Uh, I love Angelina fucking Jolie. Yeah. And she had the most bizarre motivation of anyone I've ever seen in a film. Like, what was happening there? What was happening there? Like, like uh, they tried to explain it in two lines of dialogue. I'm like, yeah, that's not... That's that not doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, they also have uh, Brian Tyree Henry, who I saw live... In the uh, Book of Mormon in oh, New York, wow. and he's also one of the stars of Atlanta. He's Paperboy, and I yep. fucking Paperboy, love Paperboy. him. Love I him. I started watching it. Oh my goodness, Paperboy! Yeah, he is fantastic, and even he couldn't save that. Who was yeah. he in the Book of Mormon? Uh, I can't think off the top of my head, but I, uh, when I saw it, in General New- Butt Naked, maybe, maybe, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> so coming up is Thor: Love and Thunder. <sighs> That trailer yes. was... That was awful. It's so boring. Even it's that reveal so of Natalie Portman was just like, yeah, cool. Oh, right. You know what I am excited about? Mm. Is that ridiculous Jurassic Park trailer. Oh, the, the new, I haven't seen I, the newest one. I, the one that I, was on that uh, we saw... Uh, oh, was he? Oh, I, I, I was, yeah. went to 
steal more stuff from the candy bar. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, he was on a he was on a roll because it kept going. Like I was like, is this trailer still on? I think we've seen the whole movie now. Yeah, oh. yeah, it was a big trailer. And okay. and and you know, they're not they're not waiting for to show the Illuminati in the middle of their film. That's like, no, nah, here's everyone who's ever been in yeah, a Jurassic yeah. Park oh, movie yeah, in the yeah. trailer. I was. <laughs> I was curiously <laughs> just excited to see Laura Dern in another big film. And it's oh, like, you know, Laura she's Dern. been good in so many films. If this gives her a little bump, mm. you know, I'm excited I, for that. I think she's just picking and choosing roles that she feels like now. Like, yeah. she's, you know, she crashed a spaceship into a bunch of other spaceships in Star Wars. Right. Like, it was an epic moment. Yeah. Laura epic Dern moment. just turns up and does cool shit and yeah. then goes yeah. away again. Yeah. yeah. Nah, I'm going off to do my own thing. Yeah. Uh, then we've got, uh, so we've got Thor Love and Thunder in July. In November 11th, we've got Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Which no one's heard anything about because the lead uh, actress is being uh, crazy. Oh, yeah. they. Well, she's an anti... She's an anti-vaxxer. Full anti-vaxxer. Yeah, yeah. And so it wasn't she's, the idea... I just think that's that's also in problems. the... Um, on the death on, everyone in the Death on the Nile has been cancelled at some point in the last two years since it was made. Army Hammer's in that, before isn't it? Before it was, yeah. Army Hammer, Woo-hoo. Gal Gadot and her delightful... Um, Imagine. Imagine video. Uh, yeah. Old mate, no anti-vaxxing. Black like Panther two. It's amazing. Oh wow! It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> and also, Kenneth Branagh, you know, goes on and makes an amazing film, and must have been like, oh, don't release this one so close to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Belfast is wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. What a wonderful you, film. Do you know the best thing about Death on the Nile <laughs> is the first fifteen minutes is like a terrible Marvel film. They have the origin of his mustache. Oh, for fuck's sake! In black and white in World War One. So it's amazing. Ask, answering a question I, no one asked. No one asked. No one asked. No one cares. And it is hilariously bad. Like, I, I genuinely... That is the I first forward. time that I had any interest you in watching the movie. You went and saw Death in the Nile? No. Oh, okay, no. Right. But once I heard that you get the origin for the moustache, oh, something right. that I've I, never given a shit about, yeah, maybe forward. I would watch it on TV. It is so funny. It's on Disney Plus now. You should oh, yeah. just, watch, just the watch the first, first 15, 15 minutes. Yep, that's good. And you like... Like there's like three major points of mustache origin, and you'll <laughs> yeah. laugh at all of them. And a de-aged Kenneth Branagh, you'll love it. Oh, oh cool. yeah, you'll be wrapped. You'll be wrapped. You're back. Um, I I agreed. I forget who this person was, but there was uh, an African American commentator online who was saying that uh, he actually thinks a mistake not to recast T'Challa, and yeah. uh, because you know we recast. James Bond and mm. Batman yeah. and all of them. Why can't we? This is our hero. We should yeah. recast him. Well, I just assumed that. Like, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't know what the actress's name, but I assumed that she would just become the new Black Panther. Letitia no, no, Wright. no. But they're Letitia. saying recast T'Challa. Oh, yeah, right. like just yeah. cast a new actor in that yeah. part. You know, get John David Washington or someone like that. Yeah, could you? Yeah, well, that's what he's saying. Like, yeah. we recast James Bond and Batman and yeah, all of yeah, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, why Why is it that an African-American culture finally gets a hero that's theirs, that's sure. for the kids? Yeah. And, like, I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's nefarious. I think it's just... But also, like, in, no. the, in the comics, like, you know, his dad was Black Panther and he yeah. becomes Black Panther. Like, you could, you know, have yeah. another Black Panther. It doesn't have to be T'Challa. Like, it can be... Yeah, you can kill but, him but, off off screen or something. Yeah, but, but, oh, I, but I, I do get the argument of bringing yeah. in someone to just play T'Challa, and yeah. you know, it's acting. Like we yeah. just go. Oh, yeah. There's been like fifty four Doctor Who's. Like yeah. no one seems to care. No, but there's yeah. always, but there's always a like a reboot or so. There's the, you know, like Doctor Who. It's like oh, he's the new Doctor because you know whatever his time's up, whatever. Yeah, or with right. Batman, it's like it's the new. You know, we we we, we recast we, Rachel Dawes. No, it's fine. Yeah, Rachel Dawes. No one, no one blinked when Val Kilmer became Batman, and then George Clooney. Yeah, like, yeah. no one even gave two shits. That's true. Yeah. 
So uh, we all still went and saw them, and were disappointed, but we went and saw them. Yeah. I rewatched <laughs> Batman and Robin recently, and it's actually quite fun. It's very funny. If it's you very watch funny. it as a reboot of if uh, as their of Adam the 60s West yeah. TV show, it's great. Like it's and like Akiva Goldsman just writing a Carry On movie for. Oh Batman man, and and the, and the set design is incredible. Yeah, some yeah, of amazing. that miniature work is beautiful. And Uma Thurman gets to say one of my favorite lines of all time. Uh. When uh, Chris O'Donnell as Robin goes, you should come with a warning. She's like, yes, slippery when wet. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty funny. Uh, So uh, next at the start. Ice to see you. Ice to see you. (laughs) Then at at the start of next year, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp with Quantum Mania. What did you call it? Quadrophenia. Quadrophenia. That's where they go back in time and they uh, join the mods. Yeah. of course, that now has uh, the delightful Evangeline Lilly, who has turned out to be oh, yeah, she's an anti-vaxxer, anti-vaxxer pro pro truckers, and it's also got in Canada. It's got Jonathan Majors in it, who has already been revealed as like some big bad in Loki. Well, he's Kang, yeah, and so he's Kang, Kang the like Conqueror. Yeah, so they've already revealed that he's Kang in Loki. So, hey, if you want to see Ant Man, make sure you do your homework. So you yeah, yeah, watch this. Loki. Season then, two of Loki will be up by then as well. So oh you have to God. watch ten hours of TV to get then, the Ant Man. Movie, <laughs> yeah. Then Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, which will be the end of well, which, it's James Gunn, yeah. so which I'm looking forward to after enjoying Peacemaker, after Peacemaker. thoroughly. I watched Peacemaker finally. Oh, did you it's love it? It's outstanding. It's outstanding. And, I and you have to watch to be the opening yeah. credits every, every single time. Every time. Dude, I've watched the opening you have credits to watch 50 it or 60 every times. time. Yeah. I've like, rewound it so many times. It's I love great. that on... And you'll just focus on a certain character for yeah. the dance yeah. On the binge app, it's just there as something oh, you can watch on its own. Love <laughs> yeah. Without the credits. Like, and it's then, just the dance. And then they'll have to do a new dance number for season two. Great. They will have to. Yeah. Like half those characters are yeah, been, yeah. yeah. Mm. but that was oh, fantastic wasn't brilliant, it brilliant. So very funny uh, then after Guardians of the Galaxy we have the Marvels <sighs> oh yeah that's the Captain Marvel and Mates. yep and Captain Marvel and Ms. Marvel and then supposedly Fantastic Four and then there's but you're leaving films. out all the Disney Plus so, TV shows no 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 I'm, I'm getting to the oh, TV can shows. I tell you my my other theory with because um, you know the guy who directed the three Spider-Man movies oh was yes you told me told was Ben down he was for Fantastic Four he was meant not. to be yeah and now he's not mm. and I think the reason it's been like re- revealed this week that he's not is because this week in this film mm. is someone who has directed a couple of successful films mm. playing Mr. Fantastic uh. yeah so I think he was always going to be the director and they've gone can you say you're the director until we release the film oh, keep man. people off the scent of right. the set that you're going to be playing Mr. Fantastic and directing the Fantastic Four movie yeah. with your own wife playing your wife. Oh, I see. Right, yeah. okay. You think that's... I, th- I reckon that's what exactly what's happened. I don't think yep. that guy was ever going to be directing that Fantastic Four movie. Okay. That's I think a, it was a red herring. That's a tasty it's a nice theory. Yeah. I, love, yeah. I love a theory. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. Crazy. I have a whole podcast yeah, about it. Richard has a yeah. theory. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm at a point in my life where I can't talk about this anymore. Uh, yeah. And I would quite happy to talk about anything else uh, with the microphones off and really tell you what I thought of the movie. What well, Can I tell you, I'm looking forward to the She-Hulk TV series. Oh, yeah. Well, if it's anything like that uh, graphic novel series where she's the lawyer working, yeah. like that was a scorcher. Like, She-Hulk's a really... Um, potentially yeah. great character. Because I've been reading, I've just gone back and read... Um, the I think Zeb Wells, who's now taken over Amazing Spider-Man comics, is a writer on 
She-Hulk. Right. And has brought over another one of the staff writers to write the Spider-Man comics. And I've just read through there's this whole Ben Riley saga that's been going on. Right. Um, and they were fun. Right. Like the comics were fun and I was enjoying them. I'm like, oh, maybe She-Hulk will be okay. Okay. Apparently it's a screwball comedy series, I've heard. Well, and Tatiana Maslany is amazing. Mm. Like, yeah, you know. And that works for She-Hulk. always good. You know, because she's smart. Like she's a yeah. lawyer. You know, you get yeah. you can have a... Like a kind of almost like an LA law procedural yeah. kind of show. I hope it's like Ali McBeal. I hope it's like Ali the Good McBeal. Wife. The Good I wanted to be like the Good Wife. Right. The Good Wife was really funny. <laughs> yeah, like really dramatic. Yeah, but then the pendulum would swing all the way over to Crazy Town because yeah. like Alan coming in it. Being yeah, ridiculous. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lean in, sh- lean in that way. Yeah, the She Hulk. It's the Good Wife in Marvel style. I would love that. Yeah, and now and again she punches some shit out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, and she's always been a uh, when written correctly, she's always been a really confident character. Yeah. Like, not doesn't quite have the Marvel angst that permeates mm. so many of them. Like, yeah. she's she's uh, she's strong. She's smart. She likes being She-Hulk. Yeah. You know, she's really attractive. She has a healthy sex life. Yeah, you know, Why as She-Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sex life as she- who's yeah. she has sex with as she holds like people who can take it. <laughs> White Wingfoot, Hercules, Hawkeye, Hawkeye, Hawkeye's a dirty Hawk- dog oh, in the wow. comics. Yeah, okay. yeah, he's bad. yeah. Hawkeye's like it's it, when that's written right. Yeah, you know, Hawkeye's mm. you know not not that he's like he's just had lots of relationships. That's he's more fun. Yeah, yeah. just read the comics, guys. Anyone listening to this, just read some comics. Yeah, the comics, comics are, are great. And don't hold it against us if we come back to do Thor, even though I said I never want to see another one oh, again. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like... They sometimes space them far enough apart that you forget how much you hated the last one. Well, that is exactly <laughs> what happens. That is exactly... It turns... It, 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 it dissipates into indifference. But also, like, like next week's podcast, I'm talking about Don's Party. So I feel like I want to do the right thing by the listeners and talk about something that they know about. And so then... they all probably really liked and they've just tuned into this. Three oh. middle-aged men going, fucking hey, shit. I, I found some <laughs> very positive points about it and neither of you wanted to engage with me. No, I didn't. Sam Raimi <laughs> Sam Raimi is ending the multiverse <laughs> Like I, No I would like to believe that But that kind of shits me as well Because I just paid Like if you're gonna If you're gonna shit all over the movie Like Let me know So then when I pay the money I can enjoy it on, on that aspect But uh, otherwise it's just I can't wait to see an interview with him In 10 years time Where he's like Yeah yeah I hated it You Great. can see I put all these things in it Like I'll definitely go back And rewatch it If I find that out <laughs> mm, uh. I if, never if, want to see that again. If, if I know that he has deliberately tried to undermine it from the inside, like no, I, then I might actually enjoy aspects of it. I, I like that reviewer that said director in inverted commas. Yeah, yeah, Sam yeah. Raimi. That's funny. <laughs> that, 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 this one really brought home that kind of like, it doesn't matter the director, the Marvel House style wins yeah. in the end. Like yeah. I saw a quote from Kevin Feige this week where he's like, well, you know, it's a Marvel movie first and a Sam Raimi movie second. It's like, yeah. why even say, like, of course it's like yeah, a, what a Marvel movie. But you know, you know, when I, you know, when we saw the Batman movie, mm. you know what that was? Matt Reeves. That was a movie. Matt Reeves How movie. What is that movie? I cannot so stop good. thinking about that movie. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. So good. Yeah. Like that was great. Everything everywhere all at once was great. The worst person in the world was a fucking masterpiece. Still Every, great stuff. Mate. There's heaps of really good films out there. Yeah. Hey, everyone, 
Go and see them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, everything everywhere all at once is seriously one of the best times I've had in the cinema in ages. Mate, well, yeah, it felt like being at a comedy in the 90s. Yeah. The cinema was that into it. Yes. Like, yeah, just. Right. I see, my cinema was empty when I saw it. Oh, oh no. I love to It's now it in the big cinema. screens again. Like, yes. it's, right. I saw yeah. it at, at Broadway yesterday. In a in a you know big one. Wow. The, what are they called? The extremes. Extreme or the Max. Yeah. Max or whatever they call. But well, yeah, you, you know, in the states, like in its sixth week of release, it had not dropped anything yeah. in box office. And they so keep it's kind of yeah, and they right. keep increasing the number. Like the yeah. first first couple of weeks, it was out in like only a handful of screens. Yeah. So it was making like eight thousand dollars a screen. Yeah. And then they released it to like. 50 screens, still yeah. making $8,000 a screen, right. and then 1,000 screens. So it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, apparently A24 have a problematic distribution. <laughs> right, right. Um, um, but yeah, it's... Thank God for A24, though, right? I know, they make so many Thank God for A24. Yeah. Anyone listening to this that doesn't know that, go to A24's Wikipedia page. Yeah. It is it is phenomenal. Yeah. That list of films is yeah. incredible. Basically, every brilliant indie movie that's come out in the last 10 years is A24. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. So if you're in the market for a multiversal film, see, see that. everything everywhere see that. all at once. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Justin did say, you know, you said earlier, it's going to make Doctor Strange look boring. And I said that to Gary after we saw it last mm. night. And then halfway through this film, he goes, yeah, yeah, you are right about that film last night, making mm-hmm. this one look boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just, just so paint by numbers and so predictable. It's exactly what you said about that turn of, you know, she's going to see herself yeah. in the eyes of her children. And, yeah. you yeah. know, there was no point in everything everywhere all at once where it was like, oh, I know where this And, you know, the, goes. I, like, you know, if I get past the performative side of being furious, the thing that's <laughs> disappointing about it is that I think, like, I want kids to see... Like I know this is a kids' film. I want kids to see mind-blowing movies. Yeah. I want them to be treated with respect, and yeah. they can they can take in these big concepts, and yeah. you can give them this like proper strangeness and, yeah, yeah, and weirdness, yeah, 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 yeah. and and they'll they'll go with it, you know. But you know, while you're just filling in the blanks, it was ah. well, kids. It seems like because the the, the at, at my job, there's a lot of obviously. Kids are really mm. into the Marvel movies, and it was really interesting because I would talk to them about most of them. And yeah. after Endgame, they started falling off, right? Yeah, and all of a sudden they're just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've whatever. seen them all now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, you know what? I feel like what has happened with this film is what is is what Snyder did with the Justice League, right? Which is here's all the things you want to see in the Justice League movie, mm. and he yeah. put them all in there, and it took him four hours to get around to all of them. Mm. Yeah. Um. I'm going to have like the, I'm going to have Dark Side and we're going to have, you know, Steppenwolf. I'm going to have all of this and you're going to love it. And I feel like this is that. It's like, oh, we're going to have, uh, we're going to have, you know, Captain Peggy and we're going to yeah. have uh, Black Bolt and we're going to have, yeah. oh my God, we're going to have, we're going to have Mr. Fantastic with the Fantastic Four. And it's like, yeah. we're, going have, we're going to have Professor X in his wheelchair from the X Men animated series from the 90s. Yeah. Remember that, guys? Yeah. Like, like we're going to do all those things mm. and it's like, yeah, that was a mistake when Zack Snyder did it because it was yeah. four hours of, you know, why is it taking her so long to call her mother? Also, um, <laughs> yeah, member berries, member berries. Also, like, so fuck, like, Jesus, I was just about to wrap this up, but now something else has made me feel this. So the, the Illuminati, like, who gives a shit that they're called the Illuminati? The only reason that in that comic book story that the Illuminati works yeah. is it's because it's the the... Most powerful of the heroes, mm. like 
Mr. Fantastic, Iron Man, Professor X, all getting together without the other heroes knowing yes. to make decisions Smart. to protect the world. Mm. So yeah. it's, you know, it's this little council. Yes. Namor. I thought we were going to, like, I thought we were going to get the Submariner. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, so so that's why they're called the Illuminati. Like, that's what gives it its its mm. taste. But here it's just like, oh, yeah, it's the Illuminati. What? I know I it. Know. Yeah, I know, I know it, things. I read a comic once that had them in it. And it can't be the Marvel... Th- that universe can't be designated 616 because that's the comics because that's when the comics were first invented. It uh, came around. It should be Marvel Universe 2008 for when Iron Man came around. What's the old... Uh, yeah, exactly. What's the old Alan Moore quote? You never give the audience what they want. You give the no. audience what they need. Yeah. Yes. And what they want and what they need are two very different things. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> you never give the audience what they want. They don't know what they want. They're idiots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And that's and that's what I've always done with my career. And that's why I almost sell out small rooms on a Saturday night <laughs> all across Australia. All right, let's leave it there before I think of something else. Thank you to Ben and Adam for joining me in checking out this movie and then sharing their firm views. Thank you also to our Patreon subscriber of the episode, Tasha. I hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you so much for your contribution to keeping this podcast up and running. You wouldn't know it, but podcasts are bloody expensive to run (laughs) and time-consuming. So uh, any help is really appreciated. So thank you so much. If you are someone who would like to join up and get some extra podcast scripts and uh, looks at early work, uh, please head over to patreon.com forward slash Justin Hamilton underscore Big Squid and you will find a tier that suits you. A top review on whichever platform you use and also word of mouth is an invaluable way to help us grow this podcast for the future. And, you know, we still have all these plans uh, you know, as you would be aware, since you're a regular listener, I had COVID and I lost a couple of weeks, which has put some of the projects a bit behind. But uh, we will hopefully have a new uh, Beautiful Tales for the Disenchanted and a few other things coming up very soon. Uh, if you have seen Doctor Strange and would like to discuss it, head to our Big Squid private page. You can join us there. Just answer a few questions. Actually, just a reminder, can you answer a few questions? Because if you don't answer the questions, it's it, you come across as a bot. So if you just answer the questions, uh, there's only three. You, you can do it really succinctly. And then I know that you are, in fact, an actual human person. So uh, if you'd like to join us there, uh, I'm going to set up a thread tonight for anyone who wants to chat about the film. I'll be back next week with at least one podcast, uh, a new Pass the Ammo episode, as Garth Jones and I discuss the 70s classic film Don's Party. And we also have a meltdown over the current state of politics in the world. <laughs> and you will also hear the words Flog Inspector. And I have a feeling those words will follow me on stage in my gig in Adelaide, which also reminds me, if you live in Adelaide and would like to see me performing live, head to adelaidecomedy.com and use the promo code HAMO, H-A-M-M-O, to get yourself a big squid discounted ticket. And look, if you feel like you don't have enough of me in your life, you can head to bigsquidpod.com and you can find the latest Dispatches from the Fury Road blog that went up this week, uh, which discussed, you know, when people are incredulous when you haven't seen something on TV. Like there's not 11,000 different 
streaming services to choose from. How could you have missed such and such? Anyway, if that annoys you, then uh, head over and there's a blog that is waiting for you. Right. Great to be back. Feeling good. And uh, what a fun night. Let's finish today's episode with a quote from Sam Raimi. When we read stories of heroes, we identify with them. We take the journey with them. We see how the obstacles almost overcome them. We see how they grow as human beings or gain qualities or show great qualities of strength and courage. And with them, we grow in some small way. Until then. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.